0: Is it another episode? Happy 5th, everyone! On today's Patch Notes by Gaming Access Weekly, we're going to dive into the games that are going to make the next year tick. Uh, We're also going to talk about Xbox's upcoming developer, Direct. Ubisoft going peak Ubisoft. DICE Award nominees. The Last of Us debuting on HBO. And what the heck is happening at Wizards of the Coast? (laughs) everybody it's probably the shortest amount of time between our episodes but (laughs) you know big event happened we it became 2023 so yeah what's new with everybody i survived my bomb cyclones obviously i'm here
1: (laughs) yeah i I imagine that you like uh learn the moves too and like now like you went up on you know on a peak of some sort and you know, with a wizened master and, and, uh, you know, got taught that
0: I am the wizened master plus in, in Eastern North Dakota, there are literally no hills, no nothing. It's all flat and depressing. And yes, Western North Dakota, on the other hand, like, you know, national treasure two was at Mount Rushmore and, yeah, that's yeah, the right. the Black Hills go up through part of North Dakota mm-hmm. too. So it, there's varied landscape over on the western side of the state, but not really on the eastern side of the state.
1: Okay, so like, so maybe you went around and just sort of like throwing water on rocks and seeing if it was like you know turn into an eagle that a uh, you could stick your hand into and then scare everybody by making them think that it was like some monster or something that grabbed you.
0: There, there may have yeah. been a snow shovel involved.
1: Oh, okay.
2: That's cool. Yeah. It's so cold uh, over here. You guys are sh- sending that, that bomb slide phones <laughs> k- keep sending cold over here. It's still in the 50s. Yep. I'm like, nope. 50. Oh, 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, that's I, I I, wait, I don't know what 50
3: <laughs> means in Celsius.
2: Yeah. It's
1: Celsius. Oh, um,
2: I, what? No clue. I'm
3: Canadian, Jesus remember?
1: Cru- Jesus <laughs> Christ. 50, Fahrenheit and, does. 50 in Celsius. Good lord. He's like baked to a crisp. No, no, no. <laughs> all
0: right i got this 50 right, degrees uh, um, fahrenheit is 10 degrees so like, celsius i got yeah. It. Well, that's, say that that's a like, canadian summer it's
3: not it's negative yeah, 11 yeah. celsius here you know <laughs> oh, you, can, God. you can stop now you can stop now
1: yeah. yeah you know what you know what temperature it was today today uh it got up to uh 75 uh no i think it was like 79 degrees fahrenheit which is like
0: what the flying know, hell
1: yeah yeah it, it's texas man. It, it happens our winners yeah. go from, uh, hey, you know what, it's shorts and t-shirt to, <laughs> just kidding, now it's cold again. Like, I stepped out of my apartment uh, or earlier or last week, and it was like, you know what, freezing. Why not? And then, again, five days later, nope, now we're uh, almost to 80 degrees. So, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Texas that weird. happens
2: here in Florida, <laughs> but, but it, it just mostly... This, this past two weeks is, is just, damn, it's cold.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, really cold yeah. here too. Except the other day when we were at the yeah, mall, no. I saw a guy literally wearing shorts in this weather. And I'm just like, how are you alive? Oh, yeah. Um, I wanted as, to buy him oh, pants. At that as point. someone
0: Ooh. who's been to college twice now, it's like a sport to show up in shorts after like no, the first major it, blizzard. At that's least like up an here. epidemic.
3: <laughs> People need pants. Give them the pants.
1: You're talking about 50 degrees being cold. 50 degrees. Like my perfect weather is shorts and a hoodie where I can wear gym shorts and a hoodie and be comfortable. And it's usually like right at about 50 degrees uh, Fahrenheit and like maybe up to about 65 or so. And after that, I'm like, I don't like this weather.
3: For me, it's Ah. to give me fall weather. Give me sweaters. Give me nice cozy pants and a nice jacket, and I'm good to go. Anything? Well, if it's too hot, no thank you. If it's too cold, no thank you. Just give me a oh, country. See, see,
1: see uh-huh. I I, uh, I described uh, what fall and spring weather is, so, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I guess. You
3: uh, yeah. shorts in fall? Oh, you,
1: you need to come down to Texas. Yeah, you can do... <laughs> The fall is, you don't wear, uh yeah, like, summer is, I stay indoors because it is far too warm to be outside. Yep. Humidity. But, uh, oh, yeah. God, humidity,
3: uh, no. I think, uh, um, I think she, she looks, looks got a all key. Florida?
2: That, <laughs> That's <the> true. humidity <laughs> here true. is bad. And it got gators. Yeah, yeah no, thank uh, you. Yeah,
1: yeah, have- you got dinosaurs, all right, like act and and snakes. Like Florida is just like wanna be Australia, with with all the random stuff that's there, and like dude, it's a swamp. It's like it's built on a swamp. Give it back. Yeah, no, hold, it hold
2: up. I, I go hold up. If Florida would be like Australia, it it would be replacing all the dangerous animals with all the dangerous dumbasses that are
3: over, over
1: here. I'm, ju- I'm just saying. I'm I mean, just I, mean I, I rest my case.
3: <laughs> I'm just going to stay up here, <laughs> I, to, I think. I need to I'm move. Yeah. Avoid
2: it all. Is <laughs> Canada accepting any applications? I'm just right.
0: We are. Come on. Come on. Bye, guys. <laughs> I remember after Donald Trump got elected, the citizenship website for Canada crashed. Oh, it went down. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yep. Oh. I wonder why. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> I remember so, people um, were asking me if, if I could sponsor them as a joke, but yeah. I don't think it was a joke.
2: I think they it were deadly serious. Joke. Yeah, it yeah. was a joke. Probably not. You need a sponsor? So, um...
3: <laughs> I don't know the process at all, so I was very confused by the whole request, to be honest with you.
2: So, Robin, right, you're not uh, an immigration uh, can you expert? be my sponsor? <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> you heard it here. It's recorded. It's, it's legally binding or whatever.
3: Oh Ooh. god no, wait, not sure. Not sure at all. <laughs> let me try it. I, I'm not an expert in yeah, immigration yeah. uh, I am not an expert in immigration at all. I mean I let milk expire. You think I have any insight in things like this? Like I just milk I, I expired.
1: Was it in a, did you not look at the date on your milk your bag of milk? You weirdo In my defense, wait, wait, this what? is the first
3: year that I actually had bagged milk and it freaked me out initially too. It still kinda freaks me out a little bit, but it's convenient. Wait.
2: Bag, as in milk in a bag. Yes. So we do have cartons of milk. I don't (laughs) know know about this. What? So
3: yeah, Canadians are weird, man. We're not weird. We are inventive. We have ingenuity. (laughs) But yeah, we have. It's milk milk in in a bag. It's. I got nothing. It's milk in the back. Yeah. So right. what and, if you and, want to put and, some, yeah. so some quick
2: milk? on on it on it? Just just like snip so, the back no, no, and just a, shake it?
3: No. Yeah, you put no, it into no, like a little a little holder thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You put it into a picture. Not a holder. That's not a word, Robin. Well holder
0: is a
1: word. It is. It I is mean, a word. It's
3: been a long day, guys.
1: Yeah, it has. It honestly <laughs> has. I'm um, i I'm gonna be You're,
0: thinking about bags of milk for a while. I'll send you links.
1: Don't worry. Yeah, Google image it. It's weird. Um, I mean, no, I'm close enough
0: to Canada. I could yeah, go to Winnipeg on a weekend.
1: <laughs> you could probably get some. Like they probably have some there for like all the transplant Canadians that just happen to water across the border. Like and, no, you the know, Just do your, Just do the moose calls, and they'll they'll, wow. like, they'll come flocking. I mean,
0: no, that's only just, people yeah, from Winnipeg, Robin. Yeah,
1: okay. you could walk around <laughs> just going a. A and you know you might catch one <laughs> or two of them. Just set, just make sure you set out the maple syrup at night. It'll it'll get them.
3: A... No, whoa, that's a stereotype. You need poutine <laughs> to lure
1: us. That's true. I forgot about what the poutine. Yeah. Every poutine at night. It's it's poutine at night and maple syrup in the morning.
0: Every not, restaurant in Grand yeah. Forks has their own version of poutine. It's Wait, like really? because
1: it's amazing. It's it is. is a it here.
3: Poutine is literally the cradle of life. It makes it brings me so much happiness. I, want, I miss on. poutine. Look, I haven't had it in a while, actually. What is it though? Listen,
1: I just I want to go, Wait, I want to go to a McDonald's and I want them to give me f- poutine and fries. Like oh, no, that's no. all McDonald's I ask po- for.
3: Sorry, I'm um, sorry to defame McDonald's here, but McDonald's poutine here sucks. You want poutine? You get it from an actual restaurant, or you go to um. Let me see. That poutine place. Called Google oh, maybe. Oh, gee, gee, you know what poutine is? Poutine. Che-
0: chew, chewy, chewy, doesn't know what it is, so you gotta, you gotta explain. Oh.
3: So, so imagine a bed of the crispiest fries, oh, I'm gravy, right and cheese curds. Oh my god, I'm like salivating saying the words. It looks weird. It looks
2: weird. I, okay, like, I I can't believe that's ever... That looks pretty American to me, I, with the gravy on top. I, oh, I yeah. mean, a little bit, yeah. And the best I, is
3: in Montreal, ever... they put smoked meat on it with cheese curds and the gravy. Oh, Ooh.
1: it's okay. like oh, chili so cheese fries.
3: Yeah, but
1: better. Yeah, okay.
0: that's true. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm heading oh, up expecting north.
3: some so... sort of pushback on that. So this
1: is great. <laughs> like, maybe no.
0: maybe we'll go from weather topics to you know regional food.
1: Ooh, I, I was gonna okay. well instead well i mean i was gonna uh, i mean speaking of new year shit um yeah because i <laughs> we're getting, uh yeah got I, um, yeah we got really sidetracked there no <laughs> like, hey that that counts as part of is, the new year <laughs> yeah that's true um so no i was gonna say like a like a Oh my God, where where's my mind going? I didn't. I just refilled my prescription, which is why we were starting kind of late. Um, so I was like, make medication list today, which means my mind is just adrift. Um, but hey, uh, I started working out in the new year because I figured I, you know, also have my birthday. So I turned thirty-six. Which, oh my God, I feel so old.
0: Yeah, join the it, club.
1: Uh, Hello, um, 36ers. It's ridiculous. Shut up. Happy no, stop it. Birthday oh, birthday to oh no, you. I hate this. Yeah. I hate everything about this. this oh, Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh my God. Feliz Navidad. I'll mute. No. I'll
0: mute everybody for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. No, it's the weirdest thing. Like as a perennially online person is the amount of younger people that feel the need to justify themselves and the link they've been also online by their age. Cause they'll say things like, I've been watching you since I was nine. Now I'm 19. And you're like, shut the fuck up. I don't need that. I don't need, I mm, like, I get it. But but that does not, there's no validation here for watching it. Something for 10 years, please. God. So have I, (laughs) <laughs> i've been here for 10 years <laughs> oh man so but anyways no i uh started working out um i got a planet fitness membership and been going that that place has a lot more perks than people give it credit for the and, pizzas uh, but and the that donuts. also means no like i've never seen any of that there and i just but uh it also made me start getting up earlier in the morning so now i'm waking up at 5 five thirty instead of you know uh, seven o'clock having to get to work in like 30 minutes wait, wait oh, Seven o'clock is late yeah. for you oh uh, yeah seven oh. well no i mean seven because i have to be at work by eight uh my uh. day job and like if i don't get up by like seven then that means like oh my god i'm gonna be running late because traffic um oh i hate traffic in the morning god i hate it it's so so <laughs> stupid I um, guess that's
3: the double-edged nature of working from home. Because yay, working yeah. from home but at the same time. I woke up at 8.30 today and I started working at 8.30. So I literally just ran nice. to the computer and turned it on. No, it's not nice. My sleep schedule is so messed up. Like, guess <laughs> what? After, oh, this, no, no. After, after we record this, I'm probably going to end up on TikTok or play video games. And next thing I know, oh, yeah, it's 8.30 yeah. tomorrow and the cycle continues. Like some sort of crappy version of Groundhog Day where I can't wake up in the morning. Oh, and,
1: you know, yeah yeah so um but yeah so that but waking up so early has also shifted my um my going to bed time to like nine thirty, and i feel so old by being like i'm going to bed at nine thirty or whatever and like but hey you know what at least on the weekends that means i stay up <laughs> just get all the binging in uh all the games but uh honestly outside of that there um Oh, for my birthday I got a uh, a Hotas, a uh, throttle and joystick which I have used nice. to play Flight Simulator and I will use to play Mech Warrior and Ace nice. Combat cuz Ace Combat Ooh. was on sale. Very and nice. And I was like, "Hell yeah." Um outside of that though, uh nothing else really for me. I I did pre-order uh Destiny's expansion. Because I got enough to to pre-order that. I don't know if I talked about that last time. Maybe I did. I'm sorry. Again, brain everywhere. Uh, I got the Destiny Grimoire. Like, the first edition of the Grimoire. Which is just, like, all the lore. And it came with, like, its own little in-game emblem. And now I need to get the other five of them. Because they're really nice. And I'm a nerd. But that's why we're all here, isn't it?
4: Brew that!
1: Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, other other than that, I mean, it's been – work has been – it sucked because it's tax season. I do payroll shit for, for like, my day job. And let me just tell you, it uh, I worked both days this weekend. Uh, I worked late today, and I worked late two days last week. So when you get your W-2 and you throw it away, know that somebody actually had to painstakingly print, seal it, and send it. Jackass. Oh you. I'm talking to you. Whoever's listening to this on the in the car right now. I'm talking to you. Yeah, you. I know you're looking at this. Yeah, exactly, Philip. I know it's you. This is your fault. Pull the car over right now. Pull it over. Put your flashes on, pull it over, and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, patch notes. I'm sorry. Thank you.
0: Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. What a heartfelt. What a heartfelt moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not from you, Phil. No, that, this is for me. Shut up. Uh-oh. So uh, anyways, but yeah, Whoa, that's uh, pretty, uh, much Chewy, all, pretty much all for me. Chewie yeah. lost his W2. <laughs> oh, oh, no. It was it him was all Chewy. Yep, he ran, he's running for <laughs> like, it. No, it was a gator that got it. Um, no, but yeah, that's uh, pretty much – that kind of sums up all, everything from that, that time. Just, uh, yeah, it's uh, it is another year. And a lot, then a lot more gaming to come. <laughs> That's right,
0: which we will oh, be yeah. talking about later here. Oh man, so my <laughs> last three weeks. Oh, holidays are exhausting when you have a child. And partying down. Hey, Ch- Chulock must have found his W 2
2: <laughs> Partying. Uh, my my Discord uh, crashed. Oh no.
0: Oh no so Yes, behind the scenes, we record patch notes on Discord, thanks to Craig, Oops. the Discord bot. We're not sponsored, Craig. but we love Craig. I mean, Craig's yes. all right.
1: We love Craig. We all love Craig. Let's see, what was I saying?
2: I'm waiting for my package, oh. my my collection edition's destiny.
4: Yeah, I'm...
0: Alright. Uh, like I was saying, holidays are exhausting with a toddler. Travel's involved, and it's just like, blah. Well, thankfully, we didn't have to travel this go-around because blizzards, but, whew, started Bomb school. cyclones. <laughs> well, no, there wasn't a bomb cyclone over Christmas. It was just your average one-of-the-mill blizzard where you couldn't see ten feet in front of your face.
1: <laughs> oh, bomb I blizzard? Are bomb blizzards a thing? What? Was that like the atmospheric river that was in San Francisco? Like I don't understand all these meteorological terms. Like yeah, the atmospheric
0: sound- river was weird. But that's completely different from a bomb cyclone.
1: I, I guess. Yeah. If if uh, if uh, we if like there was a fighting game based on um, like regions of the world, you know what? Like take the the fighting game character to be Texas. It would just be like, and here's my fighting move: drought. <laughs> oh the power grid shut down oh no <laughs> oh, no!
2: is this day supposed to be the florida man move
1: yours would be like
0: hurricanes or no. you know Flo- or... Flo-
1: no it, florida man would be like a hurricane basically just imagine sharknado as like a concept oh that's God. florida man no no oh, no
2: like like sharknado but florida Man NATO. oh that sounds uh-huh
0: Oh, what else? Oh, I started my last semester of my second degree. Yay! Uh,
3: That's awesome. uh,
0: Except there's this class that's going to kick my ass. That's not awesome. I have... I'm going to school with a comms major, and I'm getting certain certificates. And this uh, capstone course is basically supposed to teach you how to do research. But it's not like research for writing a news article. It's research for like empirical studies. And I'm like, uh, I'm going here for, you know, news production, media production. That's that's my focus. I'm not here for strategic communication. (laughs) Otherwise, I would have taken more PR classes.
1: (laughs) Hang on. You said empirical study. Sorry, you piqued my interest. Hello, anthropologist here. Um, Well, I mean, it was, you know,
0: learning to quantitative and qualitative research Uh and Uh doing some of those. But it's like, Uh I'm I'm going to school for, I have certificates coming in media production and Uh news production. And it's like, Uh can I have a capstone course that's dedicated to those?
1: Yeah, 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 no, no, no. Let's get back to the the to the, to the hard like data studies and uh, and how what are the correlations involved, please?
0: Well, I will let you know that when we get further into the course. It's been two weeks.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> give me, give yes, me, that data.
0: That's. I'll I'll give you the data when we have data.
2: spreadsheet <laughs>
0: Um.
1: And I, I, I have it. a, I have my, I have my anthropology degree and a psychology minor. All right, let me have this data. It's, <laughs> it's all I have to like relate back to my degrees.
0: <laughs> I'll give you data when we actually have data.
1: <laughs> yeah, mm, sweet data. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, that that's been my last few weeks. So, school, school, and going. Please, please, dear God, is it February? Or is it is it time for horizon burning shores yet? Those are the two dates in my life right now. <laughs> All right, who's next?
2: Well, start of the year was fun. Uh, for the first time i've I've seen a lot of fogs here and there, uh, but the first time when I was going uh, after uh, the clock hit 12, I was heading home uh with the family, and we got out from from my sister in law's house. The fog was mostly like like the movie The Mist, where oh god, you were not able to see three feet in front of you. I've never seen anything so thick like that as a fog. And uh, I picked my head out of the vehicle. It, I could, I, I had to turn and and look for another route because. It was crazy.
1: Did you hear like creepy banjo music, or like maybe see some ghostly apparitions of like, uh, like a like a, a, a teenage girl, or, I or it, anything? gave it, I gave it no like time. A weird or like or like right. a, a weird looking nurse, oh, maybe
2: just just turn around and and just hit it. Uh yeah. Uh, did, did you end up in Silent Hill? I Uh, i've seen too many horror movies and and video games to 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 know too i didn't even say hey is anybody there not even that just go
0: (laughs) no you just know it's like nope nothing good could come of this
1: (laughs) nope or or no see sometimes you just gotta close your eyes and say adventure nope nope
0: Mm. well his kids were in the car Nope. (laughs)
1: my god it was horrible um
2: Other than that, playing video games, taking care of the toddlers, and I started uh I I came back from vacation and and work is just beautiful. <laughs> so I just wanna cry.
0: Isn't it? It's great. Yeah. Happy. So happy. <laughs> but you've got Pokemon, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think at this point then Pokemon can doesn't even help anymore. <laughs>
0: Oh, no. Oh, God.
2: (laughs) I just want to... And that's saying something, y'all. Bungie, Bungie, please, if you're listening, hire me. I got a lot of talents, background in in HR, media, and a lot of other stuff. Please hire me.
0: You know, I was actually looking through Hitmarker before uh, we started, while I was waiting for my kid to go to sleep. And I'm pretty sure there was a few HR positions open at Bungie.
2: Yeah, I know. They've said no a few times. I'm like trying to get them tired just getting yep, an same. interview. <laughs> That's enough. Enough. We have 20,000 of your resumes. Come here. We'll interview you. Will that make you happy? Yes, that will. Oh,
1: I feel that. I feel that. It, uh, it's the struggle. It's real. The struggle is real. But yeah
0: got distracted thinking about the like, seven times I've tried to intern at Rooster Teeth.
1: Yeah. <sighs> it's, it's uh, yeah. I I think at one point, I have a I have a folder in my, um, uh, on one of my, my, like, professional email that I use for applications and such, that is just every rejection letter, and every rejection email I get, and I'm just uh, just keeping tabs, just keeping them, just keeping them for, let's say motivation. Yeah, that's, that's a Let's say that.
2: Just think about it better. Uh, anyways.
1: It's I mean, mine the are
0: there to fuel my like hate fire of getting rejected. It's like one of these days, one of them's going to say yes. It's all
2: about the numbers. <laughs> the more you apply, the more chances you got. It's just, just about the number. Yeah, it's
3: basically yeah. a war of attrition. You just apply it to as many as you can and <sighs> have some ice cream and pray. That's about it.
0: <laughs> my ice cream comes for when I get the rejection.
3: Oh no, that's when I get a sadness burrito.
1: I get, I, you no, know, you get both. I mean, i feel like, I don't need, I don't need sadness to get a burrito. What are you talking about? I'll get a burrito no matter what, but I'll also <laughs> get ice cream no matter what. I don't like, listen, I'll use whatever excuse I want to to get, you know, those things. Like, oh no, I'm sad, ice cream. Oh no, I'm happy, ice cream. Oh no, I'm just ice cream here, ice you cream. Go. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Oh. All right. Hey Robin, you want to fill us in on what you've been up to? Oh God, what the hell have
3: I been up to other than work? Well, there's work—that's one thing—and it's been really busy lately. I did oh, finish God of War Ragn- <laughs> I did finish God of War Ragnarok recently, though, and I also beat Titanfall 2 finally, which was just <gasps> yeah, yeah incredible. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, let's, let's...
0: that ending oh. still.
3: Oh God, oh, <laughs> it hurts. So much, it's so good.
4: That, I'll, that I'll be honest with you.
3: I'll be very honest with you. Um, I think Titanfall 2's character connection. I won't. I won't spoil because you never know who's never played it, you know. But a certain mean? character cre- correct the connection, exactly like Chewie. A certain character connection hit me harder than some moments in God of War Ragnarok.
1: Not gonna lie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I can. I see that. I, I think that's my biggest. I haven't returned back to Ragnarok. I know I really need to, and I really think it's because I played the first one, or, like, 2018, and then just went immediately into Ragnarok, and I just Mm -hmm. kind of got... I also got distracted by, you know, new season of Destiny, and, you know, going back and doing some other things. So, I mean, the fall was packed as it is, so, you know, getting distracted is just... That's what is going to happen, but um, I was just having trouble with some of the, like... I don't know, like, real... I don't know if it's the relating or what, and not—that's not the right word. Uh, what is it like? Like, just could connect with yeah. the characters. Yeah, like getting the connection between Kratos and Atreus. Like, I know it's there, and don't get me wrong. I just—I really want to give this game its due, and I really want to. I don't want to just sh- like power through a feeling that uh, I'm like I'm not vibing with this right now because I want to come back and vibe with it later. You know what yeah. I mean, like, like I don't want to play a game and push myself through a, a moment of feeling like it, it sucks. Like that's you're always going to then feel like, "Oh, this game sucks, but when it could just be how you feel in the moment. so:
3: Yeah, like that's kind of what I did personally. I just pushed through. There were moments where I would check how many missions I had left in the campaign because I just wanted to get it over with, you know. I didn't hate it, though. I did actually find the ending to be good. Um, but I'll be honest with you. I think this game would have been more impactful to me if I hadn't just played the best narrative game of 2022, Plaguesville Requiem. Requiem hit me in a way again, no game has in a long time. That's why it, it didn't feel as impactful playing Ragnarok. I just kept c- comparing it, even though they are very different games, but that kind of connection between those two main characters... <laughs> I don't know. It was fine. Yeah. I'm, it was yeah. fine.
0: It was, it was fine.
3: It was a video game that I played right after finishing Stormblood, the Final Fantasy expansion. That's all I that's all I can say about it to be honest.
1: Honestly, um I th- God, this is going to sound weird like as much praise as all as I've heaped on Elden Ring over the last year, some of my favorite story moments happened with the Witch Queen expansion. Like the writing in Destiny has hit like a, a another level this last year. It's so good. Like there is some twists and turns. Like the last three missions that you go on in that campaign are just cha- like like uh things that change like the understanding of the Destiny world in general. Like everything that they that has been built up over the last eight years has just been like oh this is a whole new understanding. Like and it's just one two three like these big moments that happen back to back to back and just some of the coolest cinematics ever like ever made and it's just like oh i can't that's what makes me so hyped for the the rest of it and why i got pulled so hard back into it
2: you know what i i agree because the thing is i think they're coming back to the original the uh, what destiny was gonna be like way back at the beginning yeah so, yeah so it, and, it's and, I, great. Well, and
1: it took them to it it took them a lot to refine that that idea and especially because we didn't like 2014, nobody knew what a live service game was going to be. Yeah, I'm nobody. gonna
0: I'm gonna pop into this discussion here because I want you guys to save some stuff for the
1: for okay, when we okay, go sorry. into
0: <laughs> a deep dive. That's yeah, either that's yeah, either yeah, gonna like be to the t- next <laughs> episode or the one right after it.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry, um, but anyways, yeah. So my favorite, like, like we're talking about, like Ron, we talked about you know beating Ragnarok and. And the story moment of Plato Requiem, and that led me into talking about Witch Queen and stuff. But yeah, that's a. Uh, I, I beat the Witch Queen campaign again over break um, with uh, another one of my characters, and that just kind of what inspired me to talk about it a little bit. So, yeah. but anyways, well, that's like not, if you're gonna if you're yeah. gonna
0: get retrospective, you know, take those notes down.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, anyways, yeah, that's a uh, sorry let's move on you're, you're <laughs> all good uh, there, I, don't, I have to I don't apologize have good, for destiny don't, don't, I don't worry about that I don't have a good segue here uh, speaking of our destinies what's next future future
2: <laughs> episode we'll talk about destiny
0: yes stay tuned for that everybody I was actually going to talk about that later but you know what we're on the fly we're doing it it's all good So we hope all of you out there had a wonderful Christmas and new year and that you're kicking 2023 in the butt so far. Uh, When we come back, it's going to be one packed news segment today with uh, we're going to talk about Xbox. We're going to talk about awards, some beleaguered publishers. And uh, we are going to touch on and hopefully, you know, remain mildly spoiler free for the premiere of The Last of Us on HBO. time y'all we're going to start off with ubisoft and then we're going to use that to parlay into some of the wizards of the coast DD video game drama uh we could talk about the open game license drama but i feel like the whole podcast would just be about that
1: <laughs> yeah that room requires a lot um but hey whatever you're thinking right now whatever creative thought in your head no i'm going that's mine now in perpetuity <laughs>
0: yeah oh all right ubisoft first of all i'm sure everybody saw the news that skull and bones has been delayed yet again and this is time number six it's getting kind of exhausting by this point (laughs) y'all
1: to be honest honest, like a decade (sighs) it's so long and If it wasn't for that, whatever deal that they had, because it's it's Ubisoft Singapore and whatever contract they have with the government there, if it wasn't for that, that game would have been canceled years ago. Like,
3: yeah,
1: it's so... that At
3: this point, it it feels like this game is a fever dream that we all collectively have, but there is no Skull and Bones, so let's just move on, people. (laughs) The thing is...
1: I guarantee that that is not that far off because Ubisoft, ever since that, that whole, you know, 2017 when they came out uh, about trying to get Stave off the buyout from Vivendi, all were like, yeah, well, we need to keep Ubisoft to Ubisoft. But then they just started chasing trends. And it was like, how many of their games – X Defiant, uh, HyperScape, whatever other games are they – and then that that statement that they release about trying to chase trends—that's they, all they're doing. They're just chasing trends, and they're so late to it. Like, there's yeah. been probably complete build—I wouldn't say complete builds, but let's say like a 70% build of Skull and Bones in some iteration before being scrapped because oh no, we need to go this way instead. Like, remember the trailer they showed at 2017 d 3 and it was like. Hey, this could legitimately be a contender against Sea of Thieves, and then it just disappeared, and everything yeah. since has been like, "What is this game?" Like we all, we all thought it was the just like more ships from Assassin's Creed Four, which is was all everybody wanted, and then it transitioned to a live service something. I
3: yeah, I I don't understand the game either. I remember watching one of the developer diaries. So you get on, get off and embark on land to group up with people and sell and buy things. Crafting, of course, because <laughs> it would be a of game without crafting for God knows how many things. Yeah. Yeah. And then you end up on the ship. Is it semi-open world? Is it open world? Is it instant space? Is it escape from Tarkov on water? I still don't know what the hell this game is. Yeah, like It's just
0: mind-blowing. Pirates? I... I- and like they yeah, would have these yeah, that's, developer that's diaries and stuff, but I feel like I know less
1: I after watching every, some
0: of those videos. <laughs> I
1: I like like every idea that we've had about what this game is probably existed at some point before being scrapped by management.
3: Oh yeah, hundred percent. There was definitely an escape from Tarkov extraction style version with ships. Hundred percent.
1: You know, it, that's it. Just it feels like there's there's still instead of trying to make something of their own, like, instead of trying to just do their own thing, they're saying, no, you need to do this. No, And just the amount of... Oh, God, Ubisoft pisses me off so much now. Like, it's it's become so much more of, like, just the nepotism amongst... in that company of the Gamal family just running everything into the ground and just like, no, we can't let it go. This is our company now, nah. Well, and which really? Oh, sorry. sorry. No, you go. I was gonna say, and it just it kind of belittles the point of, like they've been some good games. Like, Assassin's Creed games have still been really good. Like, I I know I still have not play Valhalla, but like Odyssey was one of the best games I played. Like from 2018, what if God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2 did not exist during that year? I mean, just. 2018 was so stupid, stacked. But 20 uh, Odyssey was a fantastic game.
2: Origins oh, yeah. and, were pretty good
1: too. And Origins oh. was very good. Too. Yeah, both of those games are so good, and it just like it, it just feels like they're the attitude of that company has been going weird. Like the perception of it is just kind of going down the tube. Like it's like a mirage. We know that of all the. Oh, shut up! Oh, come on.
0: It's like I feel like in
1: good one. That I, was a good one.
0: <laughs> I feel like in somebody's office there's a dart board with video game genres, and whenever there's a delay now, they just throw a dart at the board, and they're like, "Okay, yeah. Skull and Bums is this type of game now." Yeah, I feel like look, their
3: strategy is similar to how, um,
1: th- say, just look at Facebook Ghost Recon. Oh God, don't even start. Just look at just look at what they've done with that. Where it was like. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt your thought uh, about Facebook stuff. Sorry, Robin. Of course. Uh, I, I was just, just, it just popped in my head. It was like, remember, like Ghost Recon: Advanced Warrior, or Ghost Recon: uh, Graw One or Two.
0: Those Warfighter. were very much, you
1: know, yeah, Advanced Warfighter. Yeah. Um, what did I say? Warrior. <laughs> oh my. Well, close enough. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I actually, I have those games behind me, so you know, <laughs> like. All of those Tom Clancy games are all, you know, strategic, like, very tactical first-person shooters, like, uh, and, I mean, the only one that's really that anymore is Siege. Like, Wildlands was was pretty good, but it was just, it was the same old Ubisoft open-world formula. Here's your map, here's your map, vomit, now go play. And then, uh, what was the last one? Breakpoint. Yeah, breakpoint. I can't even remember the name anymore. It was, it, it, didn't it have John Barenthal in it? Yes, he was the yeah, main bad guy. Oh, my God.
0: He brought out his, his dog, dog. Yeah, uh, that's the Ubi only South reason Africa. I remember
1: him. <laughs> that's the only reason I remember him. I was like, I remember he showed up with his dog. That was cool. Uh, but, yeah, like, that that whole franchise, like, you know, where's uh, Splinter Cell? Where's uh, just any of those? And they just keep doing these weird things like they turned it into just the regular old open world stuff then they tried to do a battle royale with it and it didn't even come out it got cancelled like oh just the cold shriek throwing... on
3: battle royale yeah
0: yeah
1: was that X just... no,
3: no ex was... is 5
1: <laughs> <5v5>. 5 see
0: <laughs> oh, this is like a hero shooter.
3: shooter yeah X ah. is like it's their overwatch and it's um the key, the key uh, I may or may not games. I may or may not have played a bit of X and it's uh it's a game it's exactly a game.
1: it's a game god oh you you know a battle royale to compete with ubisoft's other battle royale hyperscape is shut down
3: <laughs> sad thing is hyperscape was actually a lot of fun just wasn't supported that well and then of course yeah it
1: itself because it competed against its own games because they keep doing that they they think that the game they they release the game and they're just like good enough and I, yeah. I slap my hands together, like you know, wiping my hands. Like, just... the... yeah, you know uh, what? This makes, know
3: what think... f- this makes me think. This that at some point, Skull and Bones was a hundred pirate ships dropping into a map and fighting each other.
1: Oh my God! Oh my God. I, I bet <laughs> you, I bet you, that definitely came up. That sounds fun. Yeah, like 100%. I would, I would, I would put money on the table that that was a conversation had at some point with them.
3: 100%. It's like, yeah. hey, if we get a tornado like, or uh, some sort of storm in the seas to push everyone into the air and drop them in a yeah. random map...
1: Eh? Remember they showed a kraken? It, like, they showed the shadow of a kraken in that trailer from Scott six years ago now? Oh, yeah. Like, they, like, tease mythological beasts fighting and everything. Okay, that, and, that sounds and, like, like Fortnite oh with God, pirates. It just... Yeah. Pretty much. They They that's what Ubisoft has kept trying to do. Like, uh, I know we have it in the docket about this. They're disappointed in the sales numbers of, uh, of, um Mario Rabbids and just dance. And it was like, those sold decently. They didn't sell badly, but what are their sales targets? Like, who do they think that it, it literally is? Who do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you think you're take two or do you think you're Activision? Like, what? Well, so uh, like Eve's, the, I know you, but Eve's total this isn't. This <laughs> I. I do
3: mean, uh, can, oh. can we just take a moment to remember all the people who probably pre-ordered Skull and Bones four delays ago? and still going yeah. strong all the way back yeah. in 2018 listen, <laughs>
0: the money
1: listen back. you're talking to somebody that it had at one point pre-ordered Dead Island 2 I will not have this oh, no. <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no oh I got that that was that got cancelled as soon as I saw that the release date go to the next year at the end of the year I was like that's not coming out
0: so it's weird but, I'm um, actually on Ubisoft's website right now on my phone for skull and bones and it still says March 9th
1: <laughs> yeah well of course it does why wouldn't Ugh. it wait what really the
0: last developer oh da- or the last like blog post on the website too the last like top news bit is from august 25th and it
4: just they're
0: well let's talk about
3: it's Ubisoft. Just... like i want to yeah. say one thing though When we talk about these games being delayed over and over again and no clear direction, this is about senior leadership, not the incredible devs who actually pull together these incredible worlds in very short periods of time because the space between Assassin's screens weren't that much at all. So if any devs hearing this, you guys are doing fucking amazing work. I'm just sorry you're stuck with leadership that's forcing you to turn on games that you might not be passionate about. You know? Yeah.
0: yeah, I think if one thing's clear is we hate management here
1: yeah
0: yeah we we are pro worker
1: pro union so the yeah the directionless management uh, absolutely like it's and i mean to assassin's creed credit there are like the two different teams that work on those so i think the the team that did origins is a team that did valhalla if i'm correct and the team that did odyssey is the team that's working on mirage maybe or it might be off on that but i know that the origin and the odyssey team were two separate teams which just makes them even more incredible
2: i mean that would make sense because if you're doing if you're doing origins then it would it would make sense for you to skip the next generation to to work, because if you go back to back to back, they're they're gonna be just
1: dead, exactly like, yeah. like they did, yeah, like they used to,
3: like they essentially like, did, recreating an entire historical landscape on a year to I year mean, basis is not a I joke. I understand was, they uh, want the money, was, but
2: but come on, if you will get more money if you put out quality stuff.
1: yeah and you get and you get the the ravings from it like you saw when they took the year off uh 2016 and came back with origins like it blew people away it was like oh my god this game is amazing
2: origins was gorgeous i have to say
1: it was gorgeous
3: origins was was so good it was so good yeah honestly odyssey i'm gonna say it here odyssey is the best game ubisoft has ever created it's better than any assassin's creed and i'm gonna die on this hill
2: Take care, goodbye. <laughs> I, I would agree. No, like thinking about you don't need to it. Well, die I would agree because it's it was beautifully accurate. Take my, my, my story was. it's the <sighs> Ezio Trilogy. That's my favorite part. But origins or origins was gorgeous. It was just so well made. And uh, like I do man, love Egypt again.
1: Uh, again, as a um, ar- anthropologist slash archaeologist, I mean I'm not, I, of course, not practicing, but in academia, I guess. Uh, yeah, all of these, like, ancient historical places brought back to, like, what they probably would have looked like back then is amazing. Like, I loaded up uh, the discovery mode for Odyssey and just was walking around. And literally, I this is the point where you could just read the text and being like, oh, yeah, totally, that's what the Parthenon was all about. And, I mean, I know I'm just pulling the Parthenon because that's what everybody knows. But, like, oh, just any of the temples, like Temple of Athena or whatever – you can read just all the different stuff on there the accurate representations of all of the different columns that were used to all the different time periods oh god it's so cool
0: yeah absolutely <laughs>
2: and you know what that's that that was when i saw that the the discovery war part i thought that was amazing just because it gives the opportunity for for us things that we can share with our kids um, it's not about the killing or the assassination. It's just about the story, the history, the, the, the landscape. It, 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 I loved it.
3: Yeah.
2: About Cassandra being the best
3: protagonist in Assassin's Creed.
0: Hell fucking yes. Evie Fry walked so Cassandra could one, I'll say it once and I'll say it again until I fucking die.
3: Just, uh i feel like playing odyssey again not gonna lie see that's a that's an effect i haven't had from a a ubisoft game since far cry 4 is that that need to play it again speaking of far cry still haven't played six yet and i own it i i'm not even i haven't even touched
1: (laughs) i own i own five and the one that came after five what whatever that like interstitial one was new um, dawn yeah, I you know? I have those. I still haven't played either of them because, again, like I like the Far Cry games because I feel like they are the most, like, know what you are video game ass video game eight, like seven eight out of ten game you are going to get. It's like it it's literally literally a playground, and it always has been even since like two. The where just have fun, and they like it's just so good to remain it just in that little like 20 you're gonna get 20 30 hours of fun and then you're gonna be done with it and be like oh that was fun i had a good time far cry primal was fun
4: far cry I was, primal I was, like, is oh, God, criminally I to that
1: too
0: criminally underrated primal shouldn't have been called a far cry game i think ubisoft just should have started an ip in that world and that's another hot take i'll take to my grave all well, the primal oh, it was, i
2: agree uh, with it was that was completely just, it was really cool
3: it was amazing it far cry games after three became too easy because you could literally go to a vending machine and buy a rocket launcher but in far cry primal all you had was a stick and a couple of different variants of bows to fight mammoths and saber toots that level of challenge was awesome and not to mention it had a permadeath mode and a survival mode Primal is underrated. Please go play Far Cry Primal. You're welcome, guys.
1: You, you just well. reminded me of a, of a... I loaded up Far Cry 3 Classic a little while back, like the HD, uh, HD remaster, whatever. No, like uh, it, the... Oh, I don't know if it's the Series X or whatever, but, you know, they brought it up to current-gen consoles or whatever. And, uh, yeah, the motion blur in that is... Like, watching it is just like... Oh my God! This game looks like garbage now. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> like it's—I remember playing it and still being like, "Oh, this is beautiful," you know, set in a tropic island paradise and everything. And it still—I mean, for the time, looks good, but it's also just one of those. Man, this did not age uh, age well. But you know what does now? Unless you're like super stylized stuff. Uh, you know what doesn't age well? Uh, that CG trailer for Beyond Good and Evil Two.
0: Yeah. I, was gonna I mean say it does little, because I another uh, mirage.
1: I don't yeah. want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. game,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna shift to it's our lot game points here. Last I two don't... points here for Ubisoft. That's with Starfield. Uh, so they also announced that they canceled three unannounced projects when they um when they shoved back Skull and Bones. So that's a grand total of 7 games that have been unannounced that they have canceled in the last like 10 months
3: i'm wondering I feel- what are these four games because this means X defiant heartland and the other f2p game are still coming
0: yeah I heartland's mean, still I th- coming
1: i think okay. one of those i think one of those games canceled was the ghost recon battle royale uh
3: that makes sense but th- no I it think- was announced though because unannounced is a very specific word to use when they're talking about their product. I
1: don't. I don't think that one was announced. I think it was just rumored. Was it announced? Was I don't footage. remember. Ooh, well, wait, footage it? doesn't mean announced. That's a leak. Yeah, I think I. I don't. But yeah, Ubisoft and leaks. Name a better combo.
0: Or you know, name a worse combo because
1: yeah, you, you
0: uh, know, yeah. leaking like a sieve.
1: Ugh. Yeah, the um. It's just, I just feel so bad for like we don't know what stages of production that any of the teams were in. Like, and that's where it would really get me, is especially if it's like we're, you know, any devs working on assets, like any type of generation there, like how deep they were into that before they get their ideas taken away. That's,
4: yeah,
1: gotta be, it's just so demoralizing and I hate it. And it just, makes me sad to think about that kind of thing
0: yeah it's just it goes back to higher management again and it's just like what the fuck are you all doing
2: you know that, that but this is um, especially in, people... in,
0: in uh, 2022 Ubisoft released you know one I'm not going to be able to count them all at this time of night but they still came out with quite a few games last year. So it's like,
3: it's oh the my funniest... God, Wait, yeah. it's Six extraction really... came out last year.
0: Yeah. Yep. January or something. It was January um, or February. I think.
1: Yeah. You know, it's the, it, it's, it's the funniest thing to see that the mainline Ubisoft games, like Ubisoft studio made games, are doing worse than Ubisoft published games. Like, they publish some bangers. But for whatever reason, they can't get that same type. Like, the the indie scene that Ubisoft supports is cool and great, and they're really good at it. Why aren't the rest of the teams taking notes? Like, it's like, again, who do you think you are?
0: Right. It's like, just go and make Mythic Quest forever, and just stay out of games for a while, maybe. Make the Mythic Quest movie, damn it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Mythic Quest Ubisoft. It's not Ubisoft, but it's totally
0: Ubisoft. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, again, Ubisoft
1: higher ups
0: have insisted.
4: (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to be able
0: to get through this sentence. Um, They have insisted. That Beyond Good and Evil 2 is still happening. I, for one, think they are dirty liars.
1: I do not believe them yeah. at all. All I... that game is listed in the first place.
0: A spokesperson told Eurogamer that, quote, Beyond Good and Evil 2's development is underway and the team is hard at work to deliver on its ambitious promise. Allegedly.
1: Sure, cool. Good 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 speaking about nothing there.
0: Good, good PR there.
3: I still hate the fact that in twenty seventeen, when they officially officially revealed it, I was at Ubisoft's Montreal offices doing a live reaction to E3, and my reaction of me freaking out to be young and evil two still exists on the internet somewhere. I won't tell you where because it's embarrassing. Because the game doesn't Seriously. exist. It'll never happen and I've given up. Oh look okay, here, I it's- found it. <laughs> no, please burn it. Burn it.
0: It's it just it's another thing where it's just like, I get it. You wanted to show something fancy off so Vivendi wouldn't come and take over and, you know, make you make match three mobile games. But
3: Instead let's make life service battle let's, royales.
0: Let's promise, you know, stuff that isn't gonna come out for a decade
2: (laughs) with with management and the live uh service that that gives me like ptsd with what happened with uh fallout and they were like oh my god they're gonna they're gonna announce a new fallout game they're gonna announce a new fallout game it's fallout 76 what
3: the (laughs) the difference here (laughs) Is that they took all that criticism and actually made 76 into a fantastic game with a wonderful community and kept supporting the game. I was going to say the it's, it's, the, the, say.
2: Is the good.
0: But yeah, they've got a really good I community mean, team.
2: Last time I played it, it Hell was yeah. still glitchy as crap. It, it was just ridiculous, and it it was about a few
4: years. It's after gotten
1: it's gotten so much better. Like it's I, played, it's so I played, I played um a little bit after they oh god it was a couple maybe a couple years ago now maybe like 2020 that and it honestly was just like oh this is just another fallout game it's just i see other people running around now that was it i mean like it's it felt like fallout 4 in a different setting but with multiple people and pretty it was much. cool to see your friends. It was cool to see your friends running around. But it's like, really, the introduction of NPCs changed that game completely. And yeah. it's on such a good path now. Like everything about it is. I think they've they've uh, their player count is steadily increasing too. If I remember correctly, like they were actually doing some pretty good numbers now.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, uh, maybe Ubisoft can take a lesson from from that. But uh we're going to move on to Wizards of the Coast and what's <laughs> going on there. Like I said, we're not going to get into the the tabletop <laughs> side of things. It's but...
1: or, or the idea side of things.
0: <laughs> yeah. But so Jason Schreier, in all of his reporting uh recently came out with a story that Wizards has canceled five unannounced video games. And the company is, quote, making some changes to our long-term portfolio to focus on games which are strategically aligned with developing our existing brands and those which show promise in expanding or engaging our audience in new ways. So this gets a little wrinkly. Hidden Path Entertainment is working on a D&D RPG game. And a lot of people are excited about it. Supposedly, according to Schreier, that game, well, according to Schreier and his source at Wizards of the Coast. According to him, that game's been canceled. But the same day the report came out, Hidden Path puts up a tweet going, Oh, hey, uh, we're not one of the ones that have been canceled. Please come work for us. And then get oh. another wrinkle. Hidden Path hasn't actually tweeted anything since that statement on the fifth. So, yeah.
1: Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! God, that it just this. it's hot. it feels like the Stadia shutdown notice again. Where all devs were like, "Uh, what?" Yeah. But <laughs> oh man, it's such a cluster of what's going on there. Like, Hasbro, the, like the. The owners of Wizards is yeah. so bad at this. Like... I just... I remember... And I heard uh, like, uh, a take on another podcast I listened to. It was like... Uh, I kind of agree with it. It's like... I bet that they would have canceled Baldur's Gate... If that game wasn't already existing. Like...
0: Yeah, I was going to add in that Baldur's Gate wasn't affected by this.
1: I don't think... If they tried to cancel Baldur's Gate 3 the amount of bad press that that would have caused they probably said it wasn't worth it and also because that game was so far into development like it, it, i almost feel like now because i kind of felt weird that Baldur's gate 3 has been in early access i was like why is it in early access it's so weird like it's you know like a divinity game or a uh a pillars game like what's why is it in early acts I, it's funny that I use those as reference points when both of those are Baldur's gate games <laughs> you know um so like uh, in in terms of like their overall aesthetic and and type of like you know core RPG mechanics um yeah it, it's now that I think about it, I'm like I bet early access saved Baldur's Gate from being canceled because everybody already got their hands on it and helped shape it. Like, eh, God, Wizards has been not on a great track record lately. Yeah.
0: And Like, I just want to know what the games were, just because I don't think it would have been a Dark Alliance sequel. I mean, that was a very, that was a game that released very mixed reviews. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's not Baldur's Gate, and if it's not Hidden Pass game, it's like how many freaking um, studios are working on D&D games right now?
1: Here's, here's kind of the thing too, is I honestly don't think they care about review scores. Um, since they're now owned by a toy company that I don't think they care as long as it gets out into people's hands. And more likely than not, they're probably trying to like push some type of mobile game or some sort of free to play service based, you know, thing. Especially seeing like the success of Marvel Snap and and other, uh, you know, stuff like that. I mean, they're they're they do good enough with uh, they do magic, right? Is that yeah? Of the coast, they do magic. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, they have MTG to to worry about the uh, you know, the the card game online as well. So it's like. What else are they trying to push to try and get people in on stuff like, aside from just trying to copyright everybody's you know own minds and intellectual ideas? And I'm I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop talking about OGL stuff, and you can't do that.
0: Thankfully, though, I think they uh, they might actually be listening to the internet backlash on that. But I want to <laughs> say there was a rumor that. They were doing a critical role video game, too. and I don't know if that would have been wizards or not
1: i I mean, it would have had to be right? Like critical role is the face of them of of d and d at least. And oh, that, yeah, and I guess the that... latest
0: source book was published by Wizards of the Coast
1: mm-hmm. it, what's funny is that i've I've seen a lot of people talking of like alternate rule sets, which is like, <laughs> has it like there's so many there are so many Kickstarters that are based off 5th edition stuff and other you know other type even video games that are based off that same concept like there's so many of them that are based on that like oh well time for like you know like just think of like Tiny Tina's like Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is legitimately based off of 5th edition uh, Dungeons and Dragons I, I'm sorry Bunkers and Badasses you know, like time to play uh fucking basements and prisons.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that that whole saga, it's just I really hope it ends well for Hidden Path, but I feel like I've yeah, seen same. I've seen too much just to be like and the fact that the studio hasn't tweeted since that announcement that they were hiring, I just wanna be like, Oh god, oh god, did something happen? <laughs>
2: It doesn't sound good. are getting back up.
0: But we're going to go into some... We're going to go into some happy stuff now. Xbox and Bethesda are making moves in the new year. On January 25th, they are going to be releasing their first developer underscore direct. I feel like I have to say the underscore. The goal of the event being to provide fans with an inside look at some of the games coming to Xbox, PC, and Game Pass over the next few months. Arkane's going to be there showing off Redfall. Mojang's going to be there showing off Minecraft Legends. Turn 10 will be there with Forza. And ESO is going to be apparently making some major moves because they're going to have their own show after that show too. And don't worry, Starfield fans, you're getting your own show. So Yay. huzzah!
3: <laughs> when I saw that, I'm like, "Oh yes, let me know what day, so I can take the day off, get some popcorn, and just sit
2: there and watch." I hope they they hint at something regarding F- Fallout Five if it's ever coming.
1: Yeah, I mean, he I, said I heard. That... Oh. Uh, I was gonna say Todd uh, Todd Howard has said that. The next game after Starfield will be Elder Scrolls, and then after that will be the next Fallout. Since that so, is, like, their, like, yeah. So, honestly, we might not see another Fallout until, like... 2015. Yeah, I mean... 2032. It, I wouldn't say that far out, but, it, you know, we're, we're talking, like, Fallout 4 came out in 2015. Um, they're not the studio that did Fallout. Or did they do Fallout 76?
3: No, that's... That's, I, think. I mean, that's not it's not awesome. ZeniMax,
1: but it's, anyways, yeah, I can't remember, I know they, they worked somewhat on it, but it's like, the, because the game, that so they've been heads down on Starfield for quite a while, after Starfield comes out this year, knock knock, when it does, um, then let's say they go into making, what, a three year cycle on making the next Elder Scrolls, we know they're they were in pre-production, so they probably have a skeleton crew working that um, until they can ramp up everybody. I mean, what what is that going to put them at? Like twenty twenty-six for that game to come out, and then the next Fallout after that. So twenty twenty-eight, twenty twenty-nine. God, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be in my forties, which right? that's how that is how time works. Ouch, but, that you know. kind of hurts to say. I don't even
3: care. I don't know if care if I'm 65 yeah. years old. I can play a next Fallout or Elder Scrolls no, like, as,
1: as
0: long yeah, as I definitely. can build a
3: controller. I mean, think about it this way. <laughs> I will yeah, teach my kids right. to play and how to mod Skyrim before they can play Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just mean that, you know, we're it's uh I doubt we'll see. I'm not trying to like on your parade, Chewie, but uh, yeah, I doubt we'll see a Fallout tease. Unless, hey, you know what? You know what? Maybe you'll get your own... Uh, Wait, no, they already did Fallout 76. Never mind. I was going <laughs> to say, maybe it'll be a, online, like ESO, but then I just remembered, yeah, that does exist, so... Yeah.
3: <laughs> I do hear rumors once in a while that there will be a kind of like a component to Starfield. Not launching with Starfield, but they are, do want to do another Mmo, but in the Starfield universe, which makes sense if the scope and scale is what they say it's going to be.
1: Oh, to Star Citizen!
0: Oh man! Yeah, a Star
3: Citizen that'll actually launch. Yeah. Eventually. Good God! Man, I still, I still have regrets spending the forty-five dollar the startup for um, the Mustang startup for Star Citizen. Oh look,
1: God! Look, forty-five dollars of regret is fine. It's the like. $5,000 of regret that some people have for buying ships in that uh, oh, yeah. quote unquote game. No, I know. I know it's, it, there are, um, builds of it that do play pretty well from what I've seen, but God, again, it's just such a. Anyways, this isn't about Star Citizen. Um, I can't wait to see Starfield. It's, we, since we didn't get anything for, you know, from Xbox at the Game Awards, it, it made so much more sense and i really am excited to see Xbox finally doing like their own directs and i really hope that this becomes a regular thing for them like we have quotes from uh, um their leader I oh, you don't remember his title but Matt Booty i think he's like their yeah. first party president or something like that um he talked about wanting to have a big or a game come out every quarter at least i don't know like a triple a game or whatever so hopefully this is the start of that, and we get, like, you know, say in April, we get another Xbox Direct. Because they, they've tried to do these, like, little shows in the past, and, like, not everything needs to be these big blowout, uh, you know, E3 style, or, like, that indie showcase that they did a while back that people got really out of their seats, they, they got way too ambitious for, um, or thinking about it was going to be for, so... Um, they uh,
0: pair they pair with Twitch um id at Xbox pairs with Twitch to do those mm-hmm. showcases yeah
1: well what the one i was meaning was like i think it was a uh, it was before the series x came out and was that 2020 yeah and it was like april 2020 and they were like yeah this will be the first showcase that uh you know new footage of the of the series x or whatever will be shown off and it was like bright memory infinite and i don't remember what else it was like there were no big games there it was all very you know small indie based games and people got like upset about it what was that where they showed halo no halo was gamescom yeah and then then it got delayed um but yeah i just i like the in I mean, hopefully it's also not as, like, disjointed... Or not disjointed, but, like... What is it? Disassociated? That the PlayStation ones are? Where it's just voice, white background?
0: Well, like, I know in the the story from Xbox Wire, uh, they talked about how there's not going to be a host, but each studio is going to have their own segment, like, inviting fans in. So I feel like... You know, it's not just bam, bam, bam. There's going to be like a moment of, hey, you know, we're turn 10 and stuff.
1: (laughs) I'm, 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 I love sim racing games. I love just racing games in general. And just what, what turn 10 has done to set the standard is so cool and so good. Not to take anything away from GT7 that came out last year, but Forts is king and there's a reason they are and I can't wait to see it but also Redfall
0: yeah Redfall is going to be cool but like I don't play ESO but this tease for ESO that they have actually sounds kind of cool like it's the next big chapter update there's going to be apparently new regions of Tamriel to explore and a brand new feature. Not to mention, what? they're going to have their own thing right afterwards. So, I feel and, like there's going to be some major stuff. If you're an ESO player, I mean, you're going to definitely want to pay attention.
3: I think my basic plan. Back to another one.
0: <laughs>
3: I think my basic ahead, plan go. after I finish um, Final Fantasy 14 and like wrap up the entire storyline, do some raids. Is to start ESO because you guys know I'm a huge Elder Scrolls nerd. I have freaking lore books, so I think after fa 14, I'm gonna just start
1: ESO because
3: from what I played, oh. it was fantastic and it's free.
1: Oh no! <sighs> why? why you're gonna make me. You're gonna make me re-download it. And oh I'm yeah! I have to. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. <sighs> <laughs> I, just imagine
3: I, oh. me, you, running around Tamriel. Come you on.
2: have until next month for the Destiny DLC. No, I'm going to
3: wait till like, I have till June. It's when the big onslaught of games start. And that's when my subscription expires. So I have six months to <laughs> finish Endwalker. And then I just started Shadowbringer.
1: So. Oh, yeah. you got to get grinding, son. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Arcane, Austin, and Redfill. I'm kind of excited to see more of the world, just because of what was there, like what we saw in the last video, and like when was that video? Because like Nick said, it wasn't at Gamescom, or not, it wasn't at Gamescom, it wasn't at the Game Awards.
1: No, huh. it was uh, a. <laughs> did we do Redfall at Gamescom or E or not E three SGF or whatever? Um,
0: I feel like there was something after
1: SGF. Did
0: they do something in the fall and released a video?
1: No. They did, like, their big gameplay thing that they did. Um. God, I gotta look that up. I don't remember. Because I don't think, like you said, I don't think it was Summer Games Fest. I think it was later. I want to look at the date on that real quick.
0: They had the Into the Night trailer was two months ago. Yeah. That's the trailer I'm thinking of. Because
1: that's uh, okay. where I'm, yeah. I I I think I was thinking of the yeah, the gameplay trailer, which
0: yeah, that was the Halloween one. The into the night trailer. Or the Halloween themed one.
1: Oh my god. I am thinking of the one from the Bethesda showcase.
3: You know, I think yeah, I think it was the Halloween one. That was the most recent one. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, I have a simple approach to Redfall. It's from the makers of It's from Arcane. I would play everything Arcane makes. I
1: got yeah. It's Arcane don't miss. Like it, it Arcane really don't miss. every every game they've made has been awesome. And and seeing the team that's done like the It's funny watching people's or listening to people's take on what this game will be. And you can tell the people that have played Arcane games and people that haven't. Like so many people were like, Oh, it's like Back for Blood and I'm like, it is absolutely not like Back for Blood. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, it, Jesus. It, it it is those big wide open levels that Arcane is known for, like the you know, in Deathloop and in Prey and in etc et you know, all the dishonors. It's it looks like they're finally combining it with multiplayer, which again they did with Deathloop. And now that they're bringing in some type of rarity system and skill skill points, which they've already had the skill trees and everything in there. So I'm I'm excited I'm really excited to see what this turns out to be cuz we don't have enough scary vampire shit.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That's going to be a good one. I'm hoping I'm hoping to tape our next episode the night after that event so and get our like fresh reactions to what we see
3: yeah it'll just be 90 minutes of me saying where's the starfield
0: date oh, Give me The
3: starfield show
0: <laughs> it'll be like get it out there <laughs> they're coming just tell us how much you enjoyed redfall <laughs> you know I'm already, big, uh... I'm already practicing yeah yeah <laughs> and then i just wanted to really quick touch on the dice awards from the academy of interactive arts and sciences they announced the nominations earlier in the week or last week vampire
1: survivors i was gonna say
0: nick ragnarok led the crew 12 nominations and then i was happy to see that forbidden west had eight nominations versus elden rings seven not to belittle elden ring but just horizon did not get enough love this awards cycle and then elden ring
1: will learn Maybe maybe one day Horizon will learn not to come out against a genre-defining uh, open-world game.
0: Uh, I want to <laughs> know who had their date first. I'm going to figure that out. But the Game of the Year nominees are some of the usual suspects. Elden Ring, Ragnarok, Forbidden West, Stray, and Nick's favorite, Vampire Survivors.
3: No, Requiem? This is bullshit.
1: Listen, like, the thing bullshit. is with... with... <laughs> yeah, look this is the dice awards these are the guys that voted as uh, Untitled Goose Game as the game of the year so believe me it's going to be like these are the these are all the devs that of what they played and it's always the best thing to see that. like I love these and the uh, like the game award or the awards that they do at GDC because it's always like so enlightening to see this is what the ge- people who make the games play and it's always so much more fun to be like, are they out of touch? No, it's me. It's or it's it's the children who are wrong.
0: I don't know. I feel like they were a little out of touch in some of the categories. We have. A, I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's a full list on Gaming Access Weekly, and I will of course put that link in the show notes. Hopefully, our website will start working again, but. Yeah, the Outstanding Achievement in Character one was the one that got me. It had Atreus, it had Kratos, it had Aloy, and then it also had Alejandro Vargas from the Modern Warfare 2, uh, and, and Greybush from Return to wait, Monkey wait, Island. And Amicia,
3: right? Look,
1: look, nope. No, oh, okay, look, I'm look, not. I'm not up. To be, f- <laughs> no, to be fair, let me be the contrarian here, Let, me, no, let listen... Everyone that has talked about Modern Warfare 2 has specifically mentioned that character as the best part of the game.
2: I'm going to have to play it because I, 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 I can't
3: That's all I, I have to say. <laughs> uh, no Amicia, no interest. This is bullshit. I still stand by the fact that that was the best performance from last year.
0: Yeah, I will say that um, if we're going to, like, I feel like people who talk about award shows okay. talk about snubs. I feel okay, like. If we're plague tale definitely got some snubs
3: oh yeah immortality
1: immortality
3: i heard a lot play of immortality. About immortality play yeah, I'm
4: immortality
0: gonna it. it's gonna be interesting it's... to see who wins best mobile play game of the year Immortality. because that's diablo immortal immortality Mo- marvel marvel. Snap. Uh, my,
2: my my money's on marvel Pointy.
0: god
1: <laughs> it's my money's on marvel um, because, God, that game is addicting and fun and great and just easy. Um, But, God, immortality. like You want to talk about a performance that doesn't get enough, mention Manon Gage, and that is stellar. Like I know it gets kind of confusing because it's all of a... Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. The guy that did Telling Lies and her story.
0: Sam Barlow.
1: Yeah, all of Sam Barlow's games are all FMV-type, so they are kind of tread the line between video game and just like watching it's like it's it's weird it's interactive media but like to the truest extent of the that phrase but god it's for someone that didn't have an acting credit and like i think she came from theater she absolutely obliterated the role that she had and yeah it's it's great play immortality if you haven't played it play immortality do it now. It's on I... Netflix. You can play it on Netflix, like on your yeah. phone. And...
0: Like I want to, but I always have the threat of a toddler hanging about, and I've heard yeah, that's of, the uh...
1: thing. Don't, don't, uh, stream it or, uh, because um, let's just say, like there's, it's you're watching three movies essentially, like they they, and you're trying to piece together what happened to this actress, but it's like oh, there's intimate scenes. That they have, and there's some nudity. So yeah, and it's not like you know GTA nudity. It's people nudity. So yeah, just just FYI, <laughs> in case anybody's worried about it. But yeah, just you can't. It's a hmm. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh. Gators got him. Gators are Uh-oh. back.
0: I was gonna say, it, Dad. Immortality scared him off.
1: Yeah. We <laughs> I'll come back.
0: Do we come and then, back? Before we move on to The Last of Us on HBO, special shout out to our founder, Vanessa. Um, she actually works for Alchemy Labs and their new game, Cosmonious High, actually got nominated for two DICE awards. So congrats.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. No bias here especially no, like because up, i mean no
0: I, I can't play vr games so
1: <laughs> but yeah it's so exciting it's so awesome yeah it's great
0: but uh, it's it's a really cool category um the We're... one it's immersive reality technical achievement it's among us vr Cosmonius high moss book two uh which is definitely like moss was the property to have for if you had a PlayStation VR, Red Matter Two, which I will be honest, I don't know anything about, and the oh, last Red Matter is crazy. Oh, sorry. And then it's the same games for immersive reality game of the year, except for it's Cosmonius, uh, Moss Book Two, Red Matter Two, Tentacular, <laughs> and then the last Clockwinder
1: cool things about the last Clockwinder um, and uh, what, Robin you're going to say something about Red Matter too, because I was just going to say like I've heard of it but and I I don't remember anything else about it Robin oh, oh no. sorry oh,
3: I, I thought I was un, unmuted whoops uh, I have the first Red Matter and I played a little bit of it it's like this it's like a sci-fi adventure game in like a dystopian cold war setting you're like an astronaut who's i forget where you get dispatched but it was really interesting i haven't finished it myself yet because i need to take a little break from vr but i heard the second one's even better and that's the extent
2: of red i want M- a R- M- M-. vr sweet <laughs> vr is fun I, uh...
3: Half-Life alex still the best vr Wh- game which ever made.
2: which vr is yeah. the best on your opinion? I, uh, uh cool.
3: oh. Honestly, um, in terms of pure fidelity and interesting like inputs, probably the uh, the uh, Valve Index. If you want wireless Quest 2.
1: I was gonna say uh, the que- Like I got a Quest um, a couple years ago, and that changed my perception of VR completely, because in I think that it is the single the for its utility and its ability to be wireless, like, yeah, you're not going to get the fidelity that you could get with, like, the Index or the, uh, uh, oh, what's it, the HTC Vive um, or even the, v- the PlayStation VR, but the ability to basically move a table out of the way, any space is now play space. Like, I've taken my Quest to places that have no internet, you know, that are just... Like, my family's cabin that has nothing in it. And you're able to put that on and be somewhere else. Like, it's... I can show the quest to anybody else. Like, uh, like my grandparents, my parents, like, my... You know, it, it, the, the quest just makes sense for, like, the overall majority of people. I'm not, not to take away anything from the others, but... Yeah, like, showing everybody else, like, what you can do with just this simple little heads- headset I think is the the best part of that and what I think the true future of VR would be.
3: 100%. It's untethered, but with the option to have it tethered. I'm tired of these wired ones. I have the Rift S, and it's an older model, which makes sense, but this is also why I have no interest in the PSVR, too, because it's wired. I just, I don't care about that level of fidelity if I'm
2: tethered to a damn machine. That sounds crazy. I want to see at least two games in vr which would be amazing um you guys know which one's one of them and the other one's the legend of zelda
1: yeah i i i would imagine that if you did zelda vr it would be a lot like moss where like you could peek around and do some cool stuff with like level design um honestly the the games that i i've played in vr that are the my favorite are basically just a reinstallation or a reinstallation, a re like oh a revival of rhythm games because playing like beat saber is one thing, but my favorite has been pistol whip, pistol whip and VR is just, it, you feel like, you know, John wick or like the matrix. Like it just, it feels cool yeah. and like shooting to, uh, and shooting just red enemies or whatever to, uh, EDM and stuff just feels awesome. It's so cool. <laughs> and you get a workout.
3: One of the funniest and most unique experiences I've had on VR is Pavlov VR, but it's a VR mod where it's an entire prison and you're RPing as prisoners and you have three wars. Oh. No.
4: Yeah. Oh, no. it's...
3: Crazy and it's, it's strained, it's, but it's, it's very compelling. It's
1: it's the Stanford Prison Experiment. Oh no! Essentially, yes, but in VR. Well,
0: that sounds quite dystopian. Oh, so, it's uh, really
1: dystopian. Oh my god!
0: We're, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna use that as a segue. Um, oh. hopefully, hope you know. Well, you know what? I'm gonna make it work. <laughs> the Dice Go Awards are on. February 23rd. And speaking of the dystopian VR game, The Last of Us premiered on HBO this oh week. Oh my god. I know I, I watched, watched it. it. Robin watched it. Chewy watched it. Oh
1: good. Uh, I don't have HBO, so the, I will sit this one free out. Free trial, free I'm trial. Sorry, friend. No, I already had HBO in the past. That's the, the problem. New
2: email.
0: Make new email free new trial. Email address. Make
1: email free trial.
0: But first impressions, everybody. I know Robin and I talked about it. I thought it was freaking brilliant.
2: I liked it. I liked the pace. Uh, I'm I'm curious how they're gonna divide in, in the episode and in, in the episodes the the whole game, and I'm wondering if they're gonna touch on uh, part two for a next season or they're gonna do a little bit on on this on on this season. I'm season call one. It now.
0: Season, season one's one is gonna be the game. game. Yep, yeah. the first game. HBO has not greenlit them a season two yet, but I'm assuming it's going to happen.
3: Not to mention, if you watch the episode and watch the um, in the coming weeks segment of the show, they literally show the last level of the game. Yes, the hospital. Yeah, they showed the hospital. I got chills. I was expecting they were going to do half the the game season one and the second half of season two. But we're getting the hospital. They they went pretty fast.
0: But, like, I have a thought. I have a thought, actually, about how they're going to split up the episodes. They went, they went
2: pretty fast in the first episode. <laughs> I was amazed, but I'm, I'm loving it. Pedro Pascal is, is just a gem.
3: They, they went? Oh, yeah, he's Joel. He's Joel. And Bella Ramsey is Ellie. They are perfectly cast. Anyone who thought otherwise, uh, go hug a clicker.
0: Right. It's because it's hugging them this time around. Because I like how they didn't. I like how they didn't do the spores, just because, like, I hate it when people talk through a gas mask on a TV show or a movie, and it's just like, yay, we're not going to have to deal with that. It's
4: funny.
3: <laughs> it's funny. Uh, when I first heard they were removing spores and adding these, um, spoiler alert if anyone's watching or listening to this, sorry. Uh, when they said they were going to remove Your spores ears. and replace it with <laughs> <laughs> Mute your ears, close your ears. Uh when they <laughs> said they're gonna put tendrils instead, that set off a red flag with me because I'm thinking, oh, they're gonna start making one change here, one change there, they're gonna make a lot of cognitive changes, and next thing you know, we have the uncharted movie. Oh God, it's inevitable. But in the But seeing the tendrils actually in action and I was, you know what, it's one tiny thing because everything else in that episode was extremely faithful while adding their own little flair to it. Because let me tell you, that entire sequence... Oh, Nick, cover your ears.
1: Cover your ears, Nick. Oh, no, I, I know... I've... I've uh, yeah, I already know pretty much everything about it, so... Okay, perfect.
3: Don't cover your ears, then. That entire sequence, when they're driving in all that chaos, I found a TikTok, which what? basically showed shoots... <laughs> Damn it, Nick. It is a one to one recreation of the game's opening sequence.
1: So, you're saying right. they remade The Last of Us but, but again? No, well, 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 they, they, they did added it. a little <laughs>
0: bit. I read yeah, about they how they did a little it. Bit oh, yeah? The part in the to, truck. To
2: the story, which I love because that, that gives you a little bit more meat to the story or, and the background before the mess at the beginning.
3: Yeah, I really like that initial lead on to. That fateful scene,
0: but like I read how they did the scene in the truck when they're trying to you know get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, like the cinematographer was basically strapped into the there, (laughs) and she had a camera on her head, and that's that's how they were able to get that kind of perspective on sarah was that there was this other person crammed in the truck with them and it was just like <laughs> holy shit this is great this is i love these stories about making movies and tv shows and yeah
3: i like loved the... it it's just I yeah i'm trying to think um, about what else to say that i didn't absolutely just adore about the first episode uh, that tease at the end where they're going up to the skyscraper, which is giving me some serious flashbacks to when I first played that level. Yeah. Or the fact that once again, Joel is perfectly played by Pedro Pascal.
2: So I, I know, so I good. know, I know the I know the the thing that just bothers me. It's just the episode was too so short and it was an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, what the hell? Those 85 minutes
3: flew.
0: See, for me, the first bit kind of, you know, was like, because I was watching on my phone the whole time, and I'm like, oh god, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. And so, like, that part kind of dragged on, but not in a bad way. But once we got to Boston, it was just like, done.
3: Yeah. Okay, also, how creepy was that scene when Sarah was trying to pick oh, out oh, a movie? No, and yeah, up like, nope.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm like, nope.
3: Oh, that was terrified it it was
2: kind of sad because you know for those who played the game you know what's gonna happen to joel's daughter and and it's the build-up and that little girl played played the girl so so good it's like do we really want to kill spoiler alert do we really want to go that route i mean give her a chance i mean (laughs) uh, i know i know i think i think my wife was about to cry
3: no matter how many times you see that scene it hits seeing it yep. live action hits so much harder but then you watch comparison videos on TikTok at 2 in the morning and it just hits you twice as hard cuz you're exhausted
2: but you know what funny yep. funny enough oh it, i played this game before um my firstborn came in and it was it was great but it hit harder after the fact because I'm like, if I was in that position, I I prefer just to die with her right there. I I, I that's something I would just for it's just I don't know, it's just something that you you just don't want to bury your own child ever. Yeah, fuck. It
3: was just... it's a heavy show. Yeah. Um, for anyone who is watching the Last of Us storyline for the first time and hasn't played the game, don't expect um any happiness.
1: Oh, it's like, gonna stay out but like i haven't because i've read pretty like a uh, you know to keep up with just gaming uh nomenclature and everything um and since i didn't have a playstation for a long time i was like i you know what i need to know what happens in this game so like i read about it and so i know the the storyline the general beats but of course that doesn't replace the act of you know playing through it so I'm really kind of torn whether or not I want to experience this as the TV show first or I want to experience it as the game first. Because while I do have the game, like at least the uh, the original version of it, um, I don't have a PS5, so I can't get part one, as it's been called now. And, like, should I just watch the TV show instead? What's y'all's, what do y'all think? If you, Play you haven't
3: yeah. yeah. played part the game, one?
2: I would suggest just watch the TV. A TV show, just yes, no,
0: no, yeah. Play the game. Just, he's is, got a, he's got a. Think, think about it this
2: way: I played the game, <laughs> and 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 I and I felt that the whole tense vibe, and I was into it. But when you're focused on the TV show for the first time, you don't know what's going on. Hey, it, it, it impacts you because it's you don't have to concentrate, you don't have to multitask on, on um. Whether you need to look to the right, to the left, or move the car, or whatever. You just dive into the story because it's such a good story. Um, I would say watch the TV, experience the game um, afterwards so you can live it. Um,
3: Yeah, I'm going to go on the opposite because, to me, the game is still the uncut original representation of the storyline. In every bit of acting, every bit of gameplay, which adds to the tension of everything else. So, my recommendation: put down God of War Ragnarok and start Last of Us One.
2: That will yeah, be a I'll great poll for for
1: for you guys. Let us know.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that's Ooh, true. that
1: is a real that is a really good poll. That's a great idea.
0: I'll put that up on Tell socials.
1: We... I'll put yeah, that up on say... Twitter
0: in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. Like I said, I have a vague idea, I think, of how they're going to split it up. Um, I think next episode's going to be where they meet the Fireflies and the thing happens to, you know, Olivia Dunham.
2: Oh my God, I yeah. haven't heard that name in ages. I love that show. Yes, I love that. Fringe. It was, Fringe a was good. fucking
0: great and underrated show. Torf. But I feel, I feel like that's going to be a whole episode by itself, and then I feel like Bill and Frank are going to be an episode, and then I feel like Henry and Sam are going to be it. an that's episode. That's where
2: um, I first saw um, uh, Savala. on Henry and um, Sam. In in any kind of media, oh, yeah, in uh, Fringe, yeah. yeah. He's a great actor. Yeah. I yep. love them in John Wick, and he he's just funny. Yeah, just not being funny. He's just I don't know i like i like the dude he's great wait,
1: wait. yeah have you played no. quantum break no
0: i don't think he has let me
1: tell you about quantum break oh. because he because he is an actor in it as well he plays a character in it that's all i want to want to tell you i need you to uh try quantum break
3: yeah quantum break is
1: incredible Xbox. Oh, it's so oh, good. I think it, it's on PC.
3: It's on PC, yeah.
0: But yeah, um, I think after Henry and Sam, there's going to be an episode with Tommy and the winter part. And then I think the last two episodes are going to be Salt Lake City.
3: Yeah, that checks
0: out. Because I feel like that should be a two episode dealio. Or, I mean, I haven't heard any of the links of these episodes, but. Yeah. Oh, I think Left Behind's going to be an episode. So oh, maybe no. the finale, maybe the finale will be one episode, one longer episode. But yeah, well, like, yeah, there's definitely going to be a Left Behind episode because they they cast a girl for Riley and there's been trailer scenes of the carousel and the photo booth. I'm
3: not, so. I'm not ready for Riley. No. Oh, no. Like, even that
0: clip of Ellie cleaning her arm in the the weeks ahead part of the trailer, I was like, no.
1: These are just names to me. Like, again, I just general story beats. I know I know the start. I know the end. But yeah,
0: we're going to cut it there for news this week. Let us know what you think of the drama or if you're hyped for the developer director, what you thought about The Last of Us. Uh, We are turning our eyes to games of 2023 in our next segment, where, fun story, bragging rights are actually going to be on the line for uh, a a good chunk of us at Gaming Access Weekly. So stay tuned to hear about our Fantasy League and games of 2023. All right. Welcome. Welcome. I swore to God I was going to stop saying all right before these segments. It was a New Year's resolution of mine, but I failed. Anyway, 2023 games. Like I said in the previous end of the previous segment, we're going to have a fantasy league here at Gaming Access Weekly where we're going to predict review scores. And the person who wins is going to be like the king or queen until next year. So Nick's going to explain a little bit how that works. And then uh, we're going to go around and each talk about some games that we can't wait for. So here we go.
1: Yeah. So um, this is from it's called Fantasy Critic Doc Games. Uh, anybody can play. Uh, you can actually our league will be public. So doesn't mean everybody can play in it. It just means you can see what it is and keep up to date on our teams. There's uh, a total of six of us, uh, Gaming Access Weekly. All all four of us here on the, the podcast, as well as two others. And basically, the concept is we it's like fantasy football, but for critic scores. Critic scores uh, is aggregated or aggregated aggregate the aggregate scores by Open Critic um, will determine the score of a game. So you're basically everybody selects a game and says. Like, hey, my, uh, I'm selecting, let's, for instance, say Starfield. And Starfield, once it gets reviewed, will have the aggregate score. If it's 70, uh, 70 is a baseline. So that it gets you zero points on your team. And then every point after that will be like 71 is one point, 72 is two points, up to 90. And at 90, uh, every point after 90 is worth double. So 91 is worth 22 92 is worth 24, etc. So the theoretical maximum I believe is uh is 40, but no game has ever scored perfect tens across the board everywhere. So uh, the thing is, every uh, point under 70 takes away points from you. So a 69 nice would be negative one point, and 68 negative two, etc. Going down. Um, now each of our teams, quote unquote, are made up of multiple games that we've selected. Um, at the start of the year and then after, at the end of the year, um, we will start a draft soon, which is a snake draft, which means um, I hit it to be randomized order. And whoever gets first pick of the draft gets to pick their game. And then it moves to the next person, they pick a game, moves to the next person, they pick a game. And it goes all the way down the line, like one through six. And then at the end of it, the, the last person that gets the pick gets uh, immediate the next pick. So it goes like, say, one, two, three, four, five, six. 654321 one. 12345 six, like that until this um right now we have it set to 6 games will be in our draft so of uh all six people that are playing we will all end up starting the year with six games on our on our respective teams/publishers slash publishers is what we call it my team name is called uh all my xboxes live in text boxes because i decided to be punny um and and so yeah um, once our teams are filled out from the draft, then going forward, uh, you'll just have to pay attention through, th- throughout the year. Cause this account, we have six other spots that you'll be able to pick up games for. This are, these is to account for games that are unannounced games. that are, you know, you know, Bethesda style announced where they announce it in June and it comes out in December or November or whatever, uh, any stealth drop games, et cetera once a game has been reviewed, it can't be dropped from your team. So you are set with that score for that team. So if you end up picking up, say like Saints Row last year that bombed, then you just have to deal with having negative 10 points or whatever. And uh, this runs the full calendar year. So at the end of the year, we'll determine the champion and then that person will be Ultimate Super Smarty Pants Gaming X's of Champion or whatever for the for the next calendar year. And, I
3: completely uh, forgot about Saints
1: Row. <laughs> everybody did. Everybody did. did. Ooh, it came oh. out! It came out! It sure did. Oh, uh, some say it shouldn't have, but it did. Um, but yeah, then uh, there are a couple of other things, a couple of little like extra th- little stuff that I added in there. Uh, a concept called Counterpicks, where You will pick uh, a game that you will think will do poorly on someone else's team. And the worse it does, the better it is for you. So let's say like last year. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. So let's say Amanda picks Saints Row using this for last year thinking it's going to do good. I pick Saints Row saying like, I don't think your game is going to do that good. And when it comes out, so she ends up losing, say, 10 points. I get those 10 points. So, um, we have it. Uh, the way I have it set up in our league is that during the draft, at the end of the draft, everybody has to choose one counter pick from those games drafted. And then uh, at near the end of the year, everybody has to choose another counter pick from games that are already established in everyone's team. And I think that should about cover it. <laughs> this is a, it's, it sounds complicated. It's not. Um, it's a lot of fun. It really kind of ties into uh, trying to predict where the gaming landscape goes throughout the year, and I played it with a few different friends a couple, over the past couple of years, and it's it's a lot of fun to try and figure it out. Um, I have included on this one at least for us because there's certain tags you can ban, um, but I have it to where you can... Like, expansions are okay. DLC is okay. Uh, major ones so like lightfall is okay uh for destiny but a port or a simple remaster is not so you know like say they remastered I don't know Far Cry four to be for the Xbox Series X now like that's not gonna get anything. Um that, that's not gonna be available to pick to get a review score because it's just a port or it's just a remaster. It's not like a full on remake or anything. So, like, there is an Evil 4 remake, which is coming out this year as well, uh, would be available to pick. So, um, I am clicking... I hit Randomize Draft Order. I will click Start Drafting, so that will set in motion who will uh, start drafting, and then we'll be off. And that's uh, all we I can really say. If anybody has questions, just let me know. Uh, uh, that's amongst everybody here. Or hit me up on Twitter. Um, that... The FantasyCritics.Games um, Twitter account is also very active. The guy that does all this has a Patreon as well. I highly suggest to check it out. It's it's a lot of fun.
0: I'm really glad that you said uh, expansions are go, because anyone takes Burning Shores and I will end you.
1: Oh, uh, uh, Ditto goes for Starfield. Anyone? So, good news. Um, the first player to choose is Chulak. He has first pick of the draft. Woo! Second is Amanda. Third is Robin. Uh, fourth is Ryujin. Uh, fifth is me. And last is Chris. And we'll go back in that order until we have filled out our leagues with six. So, we don't have to do that now. We can do it over the next, you know, there's no time limit on the draft. But, yeah, if y'all want to... Uh, to, uh, to all the listeners if you all want to follow along with uh, the way this is going throughout the year, j- you can either make your own league or come follow ours. And I'll yeah, make sure Amanda gets the link so we can put that in the description.
0: Yeah, I, I just I just snagged the link actually and I was going to say that Stay. will be in the show notes. I'm kind of excited. I grew up in the upper Midwest where fantasy football and fantasy hockey are huge, but I've never actually done them. So I'm excited for this.
3: Me too. I've never actually done a fantasy league of any sort before. I, I've.
1: This is like the perfect one for it, just because of how I feel nerdy like it we is. Need like
2: hot wing platter just for the finale. Just, just saying that's an idea.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh. A, a, a mukbang I, I, podcast fantasy. Listen. Where
1: we're just I'm, eating I'm and a talking. Party to figure it out, to show, like to crown the champion. I'm down. Discord party.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I like it. I like it. Do we do, yes. is, is there a thing like um, Twitch party or no? maybe?
0: No. Well, partners can squad um, stream. But,
1: well, just stream me, partners. Well, I don't, I mean, you could just, yeah, right? Or, <laughs> or, you know, just put everybody's camera on and just turn on. Yeah, I mean,
0: we can do that here. Absolutely. Craig will do video too.
1: Like, I Get
2: ready for my winning.
0: So, let's see. Uh, shit, what day is it? God, I also said I was going to stop swearing so much in the podcast.
1: Oh, fuck that. It's Monday.
0: Fuck yeah. I actually have a review code pending for season A Letter to the Future, and I'm really hoping I get it, but that's one that I just can't wait for. It's this beautiful indie game, and the premise of it is so just the world's about to end, and you have to document it. And the art style is just beautiful. said
1: it earlier in Discord. I It didn't click. I was like, what is that? And I was trying to put it like a season of songs or something like that. And you just saying it now totally just reminded me of that trailer. And was like, oh, yeah. hell yeah, that's right. It's that game. It's the, the yeah, the the photograph, the thing. that Yeah. It looks beautiful. I'm actually very excited for that game too.
0: So fingers are crossed well, there. Well, if you're
1: <laughs> picking it, well, you can't pick that if you're gonna review it. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. I don't I don't think our uh it's much to our own chagrin. I don't think our scores are counted in open critics, so we oh, can't yeah. exactly be biased to ourselves against it.
0: Well I was just talking about games that I'm super deeper looking forward to because I'm not gonna talk about one of them and all of yeah. the I'll just say that I'm excited for it. It's a personal decision and yeah.
1: Yeah, it it looks really good. I'm same um
0: but season season though looks beautiful and that's i'm excited will, for will
2: the metric uh remake prime well metric prime count remakes not coming
3: for out the this draft?
0: year oh yeah yeah
3: we can put it in the draft in the year 2058 that's when it comes out yeah with, with the other one
1: you can with you Nintendo. can actually draft like unannounced uh stuff but um yeah, it's it's more like why would you waste the draft spot on something that's not going to happen?
2: Don't don't kill my dream.
1: But regardless, <laughs> but regardless of the draft, like I'm excited of uh, for a bunch of different stuff this year. I mean, this everything that's going to come out this year, or at least has a a 2023 release date, like uh, Armored Core having a release date this year is insane to me. I, it's not nearly as big as Elden Ring. So, and it being an actual Armored Core game, which is going to be, it's going to take a lot of people by surprise about how nebulous and in-depth that stuff is going to be. Uh, I can't wait for that. Um, the Resident 4 or Resident Evil, Resident 4, Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, God, there's so much stuff that's coming out. I mean, just, and then all the Xbox stuff that we were talking about earlier. the Forza and uh, Redfall and Starfield and Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, my God. Don't forget Tears of the, of the last Kingdom. Year, Silk Song. Oh. Tears of the Kingdom. Silk Song at some point is coming out. It's, this, this, if this year, if it holds true, if everything holds true and we get no more delays, ha, <laughs> uh, this is going to be one of the video game years to remember. Like, yep
0: knock on wood do it now
1: and and if the (laughs) the uh you know final fantasy 7 reunion comes out this year as well which i don't think it will but who knows squeenix has done weirder things
0: i just looked through a a list of everything and i got to may and it's like tears of the kingdom may 12th kill the justice league may 26th
1: oh my god yeah
0: gee yeah It's like, I forgot that they actually put a date on that.
2: I forgot that was even a thing. Oh, man, that... Yeah.
0: Well, Kevin Conroy, that's gonna be his last performance.
1: It's also Rocksteady's first game since Arkham Knight. Like, oh, man.
0: I just... Hopefully hmm. they
1: can wipe away the sour taste of Gotham Knights, because that game was... Eh.
0: But I feel like, at this point, with everything that's happened i feel like kill the justice league is either going to be really good or going to be worse than gotham knights which i don't i don't want it to be
1: i have a hard time with it because it's rock steady but you know they haven't done wrong by by the batman ip or any of the dc ip really like i man there's so much coming out this year
0: (laughs) Well like, yeah, there's so um, much too that has like a 2023, you know, window but doesn't have actual dates yet. Because like I know I am just waiting for the day like I have deck nine and Telltale on tweet notifications, but it's like give me the expanse, please. I need some Kamina drama yeah. in my life.
3: Oh yep, the <laughs> expanse. Um okay, this entire time I've been literally writing down every game that I want to play this year. I shall reveal soon because I'm still writing.
2: Um, uh, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start an OnlyFans just to sell my fit peaks because there's gonna so, be I'm gonna need more money.
1: So so um, that I'm using the the Fancy Critic to pull this up because you can set a watch list for games. Right, this is the first page. The the first page, um, Tears of the Kingdom, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Final Fantasy 16, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Hollow Knight Silksong, Diablo 4, Street Fighter 6, Starfield, and Fire Emblem Engage. Oh, jeez. That's And that's uh, the only ones that are listed for fall is Spider-Man 2.
2: Oh, yes. I I want
1: that one. I want that one real bad. And
0: Spider-Man. Yeah.
1: And then, I mean, upcoming, like shortly, within 10 days of this episode, uh, at least from recording... The Dead Space remake is coming out.
3: On that's coming up. Yeah,
1: very soon at the end of this month. Um, and then Octopath Traveler Two is next month. Oh, that's soon. The oh, Like Dragon Ishin is next month. Uh, how how have uh, a uh, all the VR yeah. games,
0: all the VR two games.
1: Know. Hogwarts Legacy, but I'm not even gonna uh, care. Yeah. Uh Wolong Final, final uh Wolong Fallen Dynasty is coming out. That's a Team Ninja game. Um guys that made Neo and Neo 2 and I think weren't they the team behind uh why am I blinking on the name? Um um Ninja Gaiden, isn't that? Yep. The guys that made Ninja Gaiden? Yep. Um Pikmin 4 of all games. Uh Oh
4: yeah, Pikmin
1: Atomic Heart, which is that super cool looking indie game, Hades Two oh, apparently great. is dated for this year at some point. The Call of the Mountain, The Horizon VR, Star
0: Wars Jedi um, Survivor.
1: Yep, uh, Alan Wake Two was dated for this year, same oh, with the Alan Wake this 2. Mirage. Uh, for Spoken is apparently is also dated well, for this. You know, uh, is coming out. Soon. That's this
0: month. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Next week.
1: Uh-huh. Uh. Wild Hearts, which is the uh, which is the Monster Hunter, not Monster Hunter game. Um, Street Fighter guys,
0: Six, Diablo yep, Four,
1: Yep. Golden well, Two,
3: what, Homeworld Three, Meet Your Maker. There's so many games. You know what
1: game we actually desperately? I, I really hope that. I mean, I know I'm going back a couple of segments to the Bethesda stuff, to the Xbox thing. We really need some info on Hellblade. Because the last info we got was a trailer at Game Awards from two years ago. And that's it.
0: Oh yeah, definitely Mm -hmm. Ninja Theory should hopefully say something. But I'm going to actually bring us back to Bethesda and be like, Indiana Jones!
1: Oh my god, yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh, Machine Games, right? Yep. right, I finished my list.
3: 33 games that I want to buy this year.
1: Oh my god, that's a lot. Oh my god.
3: I want to throw up looking at this list. (laughs) <laughs> oh, but my top three games easily are, of course, Starfield, Alan Wake Two, and Armored Core Six. Like just those three alone yeah. makes this year a win. <laughs> but then you have Homeworld Three and Sea of Stars, which is this incredible looking indie uh, nod to Chrono Trigger, the Final yeah. Fantasy Sixteen. Oh, I don't need. It's not like, I, yeah, I need money to buy these games. I also need an assistant to play some of these games. Because what I about can't the do it by myself. Sons of the Forest!
1: Sons of oh, the Forest, on. I was just about to say that. Oh, my backlog, oh no. Well,
0: like the... a couple oh. weeks ago, too, PlayStation had this game on their blog. Uh, I'm gonna find it. Was it I the Plucky remember? Squire? Oh my god, the Plucky Squire! That's on my list, too. Um...
1: Um uh spe uh like I s I kind of mentioned it as a as a joke I, I, earlier, but Dead Island 2 is coming out this year, finally. <laughs> um Tekken 8 at some point.
0: I can't pronounce the name of it, but what is it? Uh try it. Gob- Skabma Snowfall. At it's a it's a very Nordic game. Okay. But it's this game about reindeer and
4: oh
0: it just looks gorgeous it's from uh red stage entertainment
1: i can't i can't really i don't know what, have, yeah, they, I'm what gonna, have.
0: i'm gonna just put it in the show notes in the trailer okay. just because yeah um, um
1: re- i i totally i, I, I remember i blinked on I'm this trying. but replaced yes is a game oh yeah i have been So ever since that, and they unfortunately uh, were delayed out of, uh, because of the war in Ukraine, but are set to release this year, and god, the last trailer they showed, I think they showed it at the Game Awards, it looks so cool. Like, that type of parallax, um, I don't know, how would you, it's like, hyper-defined, like, pre-rendered backgrounds, but with pixel art uh characters it just god it looks so cool it looks so good
0: and speaking of Ukrainian uh developers Stalker 2 Shadow of Chernobyl oh Oh my god
3: I cannot wait for that game
2: oh
0: but thankfully that's gonna be on Game Pass
1: Space Marine 2 ah oh yes (laughs) Flintlock also looks incredible. Yeah, I don't know if that game. Uh, I, I would say I don't know if that game's coming out this year, but you know. Um, and then, uh, who's who's to say if we hear anything about uh, Last of Us Factions? Was it Factions? Factions. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, the. I don't know if that's the name
0: of it, but yeah, the multiplayer yeah. component.
1: That, Neil
0: uh, wrote something about that.
1: Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna play pay for PS Plus for that.
1: Purple Space Program 2. Oh, yeah. Homeworld Um,
3: 3. New Homeworld.
1: Gunbrella, which is Devolver Digital, so you know it's going to be a cult classic. Um... And then uh that Minecraft Legends game looks great. Like Minecraft Dungeons was so underrated. I don't want to say underrated. It just everybody kind of I don't know if they blew it off or what, but that game was addictive and is so good. Like it's it is straight up just Minecraft but make it Diablo. And yeah. it's really good. Like and they kept updating. Like there's more deals There's been DLC for that for uh, for over a couple was it a year now? Uh, when did that game come out?
0: Oh god. And did it? I
4: kept
0: buying the. Uh... Uh, 20, I yeah, like the whole internet was me. talking about it for like two weeks, and then yeah, you know, the internet moved on to its next thing.
1: But like they've kept supporting it. It, they, God, that game is that game's fun. Uh, but yeah, just there's so much coming out this year.
2: I, I just need to say Too that much. Minecraft oh, has aged so well. It's one of those games that it, it's just so amazing how simple it started. And and over a decade mm-hmm. more, and there it is. It's not it's not like Minecraft two, three, four, five. It's just Minecraft then just evolved.
3: It's Minecraft, and then yeah. Minecraft modded to Helen back.
1: It's it just shows you that it doesn't always have to pursue that. Like, hey, Ubisoft, take a note. It doesn't have to be this like pristinely graphical showcase. It can be the most the best looking games today are the ones that keep their style like uh oh not Joe Danger what was the other one? like Beautiful Joe or um, any of the the uh, oh my God I think Bomb Rush Cyberpunk is the uh, is one it's inspired by but the the skating games from uh like the skating and tagging games from the, Olly the Olly. Dreamcast or uh, no the. Called
0: oh Jetset Radio oh
1: thank you God uh Jetset Radio and um yeah it, those those games and even Crazy Taxi still look great oh my God Crazy Taxi because they're stylistic like just let uh Okami still looks beautiful yeah and it's you don't have to do that sort of thing uh there was another game I saw a uh a, a preview of God what was it it was like you're a skateboarder. It's almost it's side scroller, I think, but you're made of glass.
0: Oh, that was at the devolver uh,
1: Direct. yeah. And it's really cool looking. Um, yeah, just you know make something... skate story, just, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I <laughs> remember it having a name that was like not like anything crazy, so. But anyways, yeah, i just there's so much coming out this year it's gonna i I really hope this turns out to be that that kind of year for games again, but honestly, if some games get delayed, I wouldn't be mad, yeah, yeah, I mean it's like I feel you know what I feel like is that this I'm hoping that this is the year that everybody has caught up from covid, you know and is finally back to yeah like. It's like everything is now hitting that was delayed. And it's just going to be kind of a deluge that we're going to have to deal with. The, that all the media in I mean, landscape is going to have to deal with. And all of the consumer... I, I hope that none of them get lost in the shuffle. I know some will. But, man, it, it's... We're pri- and this isn't even speaking about any of the unannounced stuff. Or any of the uh, um, like hidden gems. Like, who could have predicted vampire survivors last year? you know, things like that just going to pop up out of nowhere. Ah, video games are cool, man.
3: Right. And we can forget about one of the biggest releases this year, Skull and Bones.
1: Oh my god, bring it back. <laughs> it's not... It, that, that, oh god.
0: <laughs> if we get The Wolf Among Us 2 and oh my god. The Expanse in the same year, i just might die i'm putting it out there right now oh don't lie (laughs) i know both are slated for at least first portions in 2023
3: my poor backlog i'm gonna have to start making some cuts i really do i still have to play pentiment
1: i still have to play God. god i i like i have it like even all my xbox like i yeah, I still got to play finish Citizen Sleeper. I still have to finish. Uh, I still have uh, all of Immortality. Yeah, I, I don't make me start reading my list. Uh, <laughs> Post-Craft, I was playing some. Uh, I, Norco. I still got to finish Signalis. I still have to finish. Oh, uh, Signalis is
3: awesome. Yeah, Somerville, I still have to finish. Uh, Somerville's great. Uh, Too many games too many games and my dumbass decided to start red dead redemption 2 which is like 50 60 hours long
1: oh my lord <laughs> uh. it, it, and i still have to pry myself away from you know destiny because <laughs> God, i it's the gameplay is so good oh and sometimes i just want to shoot aliens man
3: i uh i deleted warzone because i was like I'm spending way too much time on this, but I should be playing And you should be Mac playing lock.
2: Destiny with us. So goodbye, 180 games. Destiny with us.
3: I Listen. Play
1: with us. Join listen, us.
3: I'm a Final us, Fantasy Robin. 14 player. I'm not even playing Destiny. Join us. Never. Hey. <laughs> no.
1: No way. Never. Hey. Hey, you know that You know that multi-class stuff that you're doing? Yeah, stop it. You get one class. <laughs> No. I'm kidding, it's not that we, one. There's a lot more variability now in it. But yeah. uh, well, just out of my own curiosity, what class do you run usually?
3: My primary is a paladin, my secondary is a bard.
1: Of course. <laughs> I could have guessed that.
0: <laughs> and we can't forget, while we're talking about 2023 games, Payday 3. 2023 is apparently going to be the year of Payday 3
1: oh did we cover the hitman stuff
0: no oh well, yeah what's it's no that longer about
1: it? now so they're combining everything into the world of assassination i think is what they're calling it
0: yeah which, which is actually you know, out this month
1: yeah well because hitman 3 already includes everything from the previous two games like you can get all the levels all together right yeah. um now they're just Basically turning it into the platform it always should have been and just saying like, hey, this is it going forward. We'll add new levels when we can because, you know, Hitman levels are so massive. So, yeah, that's what it's going to be going forward is just like its own little platform running off, which and cool. <laughs> and if coming you coming out
0: in 10 days from recording this podcast on January 26th.
3: And honestly, if you can play Hitman in VR, play Hitman in VR. It's a lot
1: of fun. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Just watching people play it is hilarious. I'm very... I realize I'm a
3: good Hitman player, but in VR, I am awful. I threw a knife right past the guy's head, out of a window, breaking it. I'm an innocent
2: child
1: in the process. (laughs)
2: Probably. Hope that they didn't render the kid.
1: You haven't you haven't played Hitman until you've knocked out people with muffins.
3: <laughs> okay, screw it. Muffins? I'm installing Hitman again to play it in VR <laughs> right after the skull.
0: I don't. I mean, I've watched Achievement Hunter play Hitman. I think they've yeah. killed. I think they've killed people with absolutely everything possible in the map.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, they've crashed the game by trying to kill every NPC in the map. So yeah i still have to play hard space shipbreaker damn it
0: i just looked at my steam wish list and got depressed i mean not really depressed because it's full of great little indie games that are set to come out in 2023 but just there's so many
1: 297 games installed on my xbox oh my god and that's not even my full library Uh, own games. I own 576 games, but that there, listen. Also, there's a large portion of that that are just bullshit, uh, easy achievement games. So, don't judge me like my achievement score,
3: man. Listen, at this point in our lives, when there's so many amazing games to play and achievement stuff, there's no judgment anywhere. Play what you want, enjoy yourselves because we are literally swimming in great games, especially Skull and Bones.
1: Oh, Come, shut, shut up. Stop it.
3: <laughs>
4: we're I said swimming. Works
1: for, we're we're going to find out he works for Ubisoft. Let's trying yeah. to let you, like turn... Oh, apparently I do own Far Cry 5. Oh, no wait, I did say that. Never.
3: No, yeah, you said that. You don't own Far Cry 6. Yeah. Which um, I you know, not. what? Yeah. <laughs> I started to play Near Automata and Replicant. Oh my god. I'm looking through my backlog right now and it's ridiculous. Dude. It hurts my soul.
1: So good.
3: Uh, Wasteland 3, Tales of Arise, Disco Elysium. Oh my god.
1: <sighs> so games going forward. So 2023, yes. so adding to our backlog, not uh reading our backlog off. So
0: that's that's a good rundown, I think. We Yeah. <laughs> and I mean that's not even talking about, you know, any events that are going to come, or just... Because, you know, Ubisoft's going to try to do 75 other games, and you know that Nintendo working on a new Pokemon, I'm sure. In
2: three and more years.
0: Devolver always has Devolver always has good shit up their sleeves.
1: <laughs> I just... Uh... Is this the, I I know that E3 said they're coming back. Do you think there is going to be an E3 this year? I think so.
0: Yeah, I think with the change in leadership, I mean, not leadership, but change in ownership.
1: Do you think that they're going to compete? I mean, are they still going to compete with Jeff?
0: I think it's going to be, I think E3 this year is going to look a lot different. Oh yeah, well it's still gonna true. happen. But will but...
2: it will it ever become the same as it before with everybody doing directs and, and showcases like this? It's just no, absolutely not. That's
3: yeah, not they're good. gonna no. keep doing their See, own
1: thing. That well, and that's where I think we get kind of in the weeds about it is cause we've always associated those directs and showcases with E3, but those were only happened around that same time. It's not that they were even associated with it. They originally were like some of them had to happen like on the show floor, but like you know Microsoft has the Microsoft theater or whatever they're calling, it. I don't remember what's called um right there, and so they just hold their showcase and it just happens to be the you know weekend before e three proper opens, so the comp like those uh showcases will still happen. But I don't know if E3 itself can bring back, though, like the show floors like they used to. Like, I, yeah, it would have, to, it would require, you know, buy-in from the major publishers again,
3: which at this point is not going to happen. and really not. Yeah, and on I top just, of I that, think... summer
1: of games is just—it's
3: a lot of congestion, all in a very short period of time.
1: Right, and that's. Jeff has done such a good job curating and especially establishing all those like me, like those industry connections. He does the, uh, the oh what's it called? It's like Developer Week or I can't remember what he calls it, but it's the week before E3 where he gets everybody or the week before those showcases where he invites media out to see everything, like uh, so they don't have to. Try and force their own appointments in anything. And they basically just spend the week, you know, going through different uh, presentations from everybody instead of having to worry about seeing it, um, you know, for the first time with everyone else. Because by and large, those showcases have become consumer. It's not. We are uh, media. Where's events. our invitation?
0: I feel like E3 is going to become more like. I mean, Read Pop's going to turn it into a Read Pop joint. It's going to read more like you know, one of their comic cons that they host, or...
1: It was already becoming that, like... But I think they're going to be the
0: ones that turn it... Yeah. ...into that direction, and then Jeff's going to be there to, you know, pick up the Mm -hmm. slack.
1: I wonder if they try and make it more like a PAX. Like, I don't know. Like, it's weird to see it, because you know, with E3 used to be a industry, like, you know, closed doors industry thing, and when they opened it up to consumers, it, like, kind of changed it a bunch, but then we had, like, maybe it's just the conference itself, and SGF becomes, like, everything, like, all the media stuff around it. Because, does he even, he doesn't hold, like, I mean, we haven't had any in-person conference, what, twenty twenty? Yeah. Not even twenty, but it wasn't even twenty twenty. That was canceled. Uh, did they have? They did like, I don't think they did in person things. They canceled last year. They said they were coming back this year, so maybe they do a comp. That's what. Okay.
0: Okay. I have ideas. me. Jeff, Jeff put out a tweet.
1: We're talking about Jeff Keeley, everybody. If, if yeah. that's not. <laughs> Anybody's I wish I could be on a
0: first name basis with Jeff Keeley.
1: Well, I am, you know, he knows me. No,
0: because <laughs> like not too long ago here. Yeah, like they're doing something at the YouTube theater. Which is got a seating floor of 6000 people. So, I mean, I definitely feel like he's going to try to bring like that E3 typish hype type ish.
1: Yeah, he I mean I have no doubt that he'll do that. What I so what I think will happen is that E3 as a conference as a week long or really cause it was always Tuesday through Friday, and Friday was like half a day. So like a conference proper where you go into a building like the LA Convention Center and you go to booths, you see demos. You know, do that sort of thing. I think Reed Pop will do that e three as far as the showcases go. Those are gonna be differentiated by or like those are gonna be Jeff's realm. You know what I mean, like he's gonna handle all of that.,
0: no, I'll agree with that actually.
1: That's just kind of how I feel I, that's just my my feeling if that happens, I am a god. Okay? And I want you all to recognize me. Like Toad.
0: I mean, every year, every year we say things, we say like that, you know, it's more stacked than the last, and we're just gonna wrap up this segment, because I don't think there's anything really else more we can talk about until we get more depressed about our backlogs. But this year, I think, is really, and I mean, I think we kind of talked about the fact that this year is going to be stacked. (laughs) Uh, let us know what you're looking forward to and be sure to check out our website at Gaming Access Weekly here in the coming weeks. I have been I, I said earlier in the podcast that the website wasn't working, but it looks like it's just a server issue with our host. But we'll, we're going to be talking about some games that have kind of fallen off the radar that may or may not have a 2023 release date. But we just want to see more of, and we'll wrap things up after the break. And that's it for us today, everybody. I hope you had a great time. We talked about some not-so-great news, and then we talked about some awesome news. The Last of Us on HBO is a must-watch. and 2023 games, it's going to be a hell of a year for gamers, y'all. And we, the four of us, are super freaking excited. My name's Amanda. I'm going to start off with myself just because I always forget to, you know, say things about me. You can find me at the starbuck 86 x on all social media platforms. And the rest of my team here will take turns introducing themselves.
1: Hi, um, I'm Nick, and uh, you can find me at Anthrometal. It's A-N-T-H-R-O-M-E-T-A-L, and on Twitter, on uh, everywhere. Um, I'm trying to think <laughs> of the place. TikTok is kind of where I'm focusing content on. Um, I have I've been doing a series of going through my gaming collection. I think I'm on day 160-something now. And, yeah, still have a lot more to go through. But, uh, yeah, um, just give me a follow, and, yeah, I will, yeah. Hey,
2: everybody, I am Chulak again. Uh, You can find me on Instagram as K M V for gaming. Uh, Also on Twitter as Chulak, C-H-E-W, L-O-K underscore. And on Twitch, Twitch.tv as uh, Chulak. I'm also going to start soon back again with the Gaming Access Weekly Twitch channel. We're going to start with Star Wars Fallen Order. So guys, give that fo- give that channel a follow Woo-hoo! and keep to update when it starts so you don't miss it. Um, Other than that, see you later, guys. And
3: I'm Robin. I'm Spectre Robin on basically everything that exists that I'm on. That's S-P-E-C-T-R-E-R-O-B-I-N. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Jeez, Steam, Xbox, PlayStation. Uh, not PlayStation. I don't have PS Plus. So yeah, Xbox and PC.
2: And yeah, that's Is everywhere. Is still a thing? Just because you guys can find me there too. And yeah. what's honey the other one? Works. Mastodont? Bumble. Oh,
0: mastodon still there? Oh,
2: hive I have them is hive there? In mastodon, you guys I, can I'm... find me at Mastodon. Hive.
1: Hive was it? Yeah, Hive was that. Um, you can yeah, you find can also...
3: me on
2: Hive, but I don't wanna.
1: You yeah. You can also find uh find me on Bumble and on Tinder. Um, you know. Times is hard out there for some of us, so.
0: I'm gonna need that link to put with all your other socials.
1: No. Do <laughs> no, you know what? Don't worry about it. Just, <laughs> just, just, you know. Hang on. I'm gonna roll a D twenty and see what that that made for me. Oh God, it's I mean eleven, but I have a natural. I have a negative two modifier to this. Uh, help. Uh, just uh, uh music. Well, music?
0: next time. News, of course, and we touched on it earlier in the episode, which is why I'm stammering now because we're going to talk about destiny. And so I'm sure Chulak and Nick are going to be leading the discussion there because I haven't played destiny in a while, but I'm confident that they'll be able to, uh, you know, give us the four one, one on what's going on for Lightfall. Thanks for joining us again here on patch notes. If you enjoy our special brand of chaotic goodness here, leave a like. We'll see you next time, friends. Remember, stay awesome, play all the games. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.